Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out of my way. Cause it's been one of those days. You want daddy to give you the business? And you got it. Oh, I didn't expect that. No, I reject your premise. What is my name? Yeah, turn your back. I'll take a swing at you, old man. You've stunned me to silence, sir. My show, my rules. Live on tape. It's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. Hello, everybody, indeed. Yes, welcome, everybody, indeed. Uh, welcome to Never Not Funny. Uh, we, uh, this is uh, episode... Uh, Matt, what are we looking at here? 1926? 5, 4, 3, 22. 1922. I should have done a little bit of research about my own show before I got up here. Uh, well, welcome in, everybody. Happy New Year, right? What are we on? We're on January the 2nd, right? We're two days in. We're 18 days away from fucking hell. And uh, it's going to be great come the, uh, come the 20th, right? It's going to be a different world, right? The skinhead rules come the 20th, right? Where the white trash takes over. You know who likes New Year's Eve, I discovered? The white trash and rich people. That's who likes New Year's Eve. White trash, they get out there, they're hillbillies, they fuck each other in the woods. And rich people look down and go, hey, look at the dumb hillbillies fucking each other. Right? Then they put on a, a, a paper uh, top hat. <laughs> Makes the rich people feel good that they're wearing a little costume. The hillbillies wearing a top hat for the first time ever. But it's made of paper, Jethro. Top hat. Right? Gives a little tip of it. Right? And then he passes go and he gets a couple hundred bucks. Now listen. That's a Monopoly reference. I'm wearing a lot of black on a stage with lights towards me. I've made a lot of bad decisions. I'm also not 100% covered with this haircut I got today. Let's talk about that. This is the tightest it's been in a long, long time. I told the woman exactly what to do, and she went, yeah, perfect. <laughs> she heard every word I said. She said, yeah, leave it, a little, leave it a little longer in the front. And then she, I've never seen anybody go so close to my scalp with scissors in my life. Yeah, yeah, I'll leave it long in the front. I, I may or may not have cut my scalp. That's how close she came, Karen. This woman now. You guys all have a good Christmas? Everybody have a nice Christmas? We doing okay? What are you doing all right? Okay. Some people not know why they're here. Seems like our fans are in, know what's happening. Everybody else is kind of like, uh, I came for Rachel Bloom. What's this hassle doing up there? Is this a crazy ex-boyfriend? Why is this guy running his mouth? What did you do for Christmas, sir? Did you have a nice Christmas? I did. I uh, went with family. Okay. Good talking to you, sir. It's... Sounds like maybe you're all talked out from the holidays. <laughs> Sounds like you had to do all the heavy lifting around the table and you don't want to use those words any further. Did you talk at all to your family or was it basically that? Like they said, how are you doing? You went, good, I went out. And then you said it as if there was more coming and then you just kind of stared at me. It was great, I went with family and we... Oh, your family voted for Trump? So did we all, we all did, didn't we? Right? I've been saying from day one, this show's 100% behind that guy. He's terrific. Ted Nugent, is, uh, we don't like his music, but a great American. You know that? Kim Davis down there in Kentucky, that woman knows how to handle herself. And where do I get my teeth cleaned? I go to Minnesota. There's a great guy up there. He hunts a little bit, and, uh, but boy, does he do a nice teeth cleaning. That's the one you got mad at? Hang on. That's the one, you assholes? 
Well, did Peter just walk in? That's the one that made you mad. Oh, I finally get what he's doing. That seems offensive. No, I'm stupid. I just said go grab pussy. That gets a laugh. Right? Because women, hey, we can do that. They're just dumb women. Don't hurt the kitty cat. Oh, hunting's bad. Really? Trump's kids fucking, they kill elephants. Vote them up. Your family, where are they from? Fresno? They're from Bakersfield, so I wasn't that far. All right. All right. What do you take to get up there? You take 15? Five? Five. Five, five to Bakersfield? 15 to uh, Fresno? You ever go to Fresno? Yeah. Is that the big city to Bakersfield, or is this the big city to Bakersfield? Uh, this is the big city. But you're kind of in between, right? Fresno and here? Like when, when concerts, like if, uh, if a rock and roll orchestra goes on tour, uh, they make the stop in both Fresno and here, don't they? Is that something that happens? We get some, we get some good ones in Bakersfield. In Bakersfield, you get good ones? What's the last good show you got in Bakersfield? I'm very, no, I've done stand up there, so let's count me out of this. <laughs> Obviously, I'm the biggest show you guys have had there. I know that because of the three quarters room I saw. Um, <laughs> Who'd you have? Oh, I was seeing that Tim when you were there. Oh, you were there, young man? What did no. you? Oh, you weren't there. <laughs> Probably too busy chatting up your family. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> First of all, what is your name, young man? Christian. Christian? Yeah. Love it. And uh, what's the last big concert that Bakersfield had, Christian? <laughs> By the way, let me remind you. You started this conversation. <laughs> you said, oh, we had a lot of big names up there. I said, oh, name one. And then you're looking at me like I'm just throwing you a curveball. Okay. So you haven't had a concert since 1998. Jimmy, I saw a huge act in Bakersfield. Hang on. Now, this is Garen Cockrell, folks. That's the quietest and, uh, and, and most precise he's ever sounded. You went to Bakersfield. Now, you're not from Bakersfield, are you, Garen? No, I'm from Detroit. You're from Detroit, Michigan. That, they call that the Motor City. They do, yeah. Motown. Yeah, the Motor City Madman's from there. You know who that is, right? It's a great Ted Nugent, right? He comes out in a buffalo and shoots an arrow across the stage. That's rock and roll, baby. Fantastic musician. What's that? Fantastic musician. He is a great musician. He's, I, I wish he wasn't such a good guitarist. I swear to God I do. Because I've never hated a human anymore in my life, except for the guy that's going to take office on the 20th. He's number one. Ted Nugent's number three. Uh, number two. Uh, number three, Jerry O'Connor, a kid that pushed me down in sixth grade. Those are my top three. Right? Those are the true. That's a true story. By the way, Jerry O'Connor was number one up until about six months ago. <laughs> Drew O'Connor's lucky this election happened. <laughs> what? <laughs> that made me laugh. Um, all right, so, Garen, what year did you go see this concert in Bakersfield? Hang on, bring Matt Belknap up. Matt, you, you want to play? You like guessing games? All right, Matt Belknap, everybody. Come on up, Matt. We got a nice tight crowd for you. <laughs> Happy New Year, Matt. And to you. Thank you very Old much. Old Lang Syne, my dear. <laughs> Is how the song goes. Did you sing that along with Mariah on the New Year? I did not. I did not. She uh, looked great. That outfit was fantastic. Very flattering. Mm-hmm. I I uh, I came at that whole debacle late. You know, it was one of those things where you know the next day I was trying to piece it together from tweets and like what what what, what, what? and then I finally saw a clip and I just saw. She was singing a different song, apparently, with her lips, but the song that was playing was... She was having a tough time uh, uh, syncing up with the lips. Mm -hmm. And then they cut to someone in the crowd who was having no trouble at all. She was singing along perfectly. <laughs> I, uh, I will say one thing about those uh, New Year's Rockin' Eves. Because mm -hmm. uh, you've, you've done it seven times, is that right? I've gone down there seven times. Boy, do I love going down there. I get down there at seven in the morning, I piss in a bottle so I don't have to leave my spot in line. Um, we... Uh, 
I love the camera work where the person's on stage performing, and I, luckily I get to see some asshole on the street waving a balloon. <laughs> luckily, I got a lot of shots of that. Oh, yeah. there's another uh, member of the white trash community enjoying themselves. There's nothing... Apparently, I'm very judgmental on New Year's you Eve. You are very angry at the white trash today. I'm not angry at them. Just, well, very, just his family. Okay. And the 62 million. Now, so go ahead. What are we betting on? That, Darren that went to a concert? Hang on. Let's talk more oh, about okay. Mariah Carey. Then we'll go to a Garrett's right, right. concert. Uh, I was watching the very funny and enjoyable Anderson Cooper, and then apparently a comedian uh, with red hair that I had never seen before. Yeah, uh, but I saw that too. I turned I turned on just in time to see a full half hour conversation about his appearance on Jeopardy. <laughs> I don't know why that was happening. Literally, like the fifteen minutes before midnight was like. I know. So anyway, more about my Jeopardy. <laughs> what do you, he got beat by Cheech Marin, and suddenly it's like a crisis that we all have to go through. <laughs> what? Wouldn't it bother you? <laughs> Like but this I is mean, not the time or the place. Now we don't know anything. I don't know anything about Cheech Martin. I, I'm Cheech Martin. Mainly, I don't know anything about him. I don't even know his last name. That's what che- you call you call Steve Martin Cheech Martin. That's your little nickname for him. <laughs> yeah, until he says that awful thing about Carrie Fisher. That's another thing that I didn't really understand. It doesn't he, make sense. That's why I don't understand it. What did he do? He didn't do anything. I'm like an old man with the internet. I'm like, what did he say? He <laughs> said, "Hey, I had a crush on this girl, and what a delight that she's also bright." Fucking asshole. Oh, okay. Everybody's excited to get angry these days. No white trash in their hats. <laughs> so Mariah cares. But, oh, so yeah. So here's the thing. <laughs> Is so, that Dirty Carson? <laughs> oh, yeah, she bring that up. Did she, she made her, her late night debut one on... One time, that's exactly right. Glad you brought that up, man. One time... 1991. This is, this is uh, 1991. Sure, it was right, right, right after the new year of 1990 to 91. And uh, we were very lucky. And I turned over to Ed and I said, this is a, a great upstart talent. And, uh, and Ed, Ed couldn't answer me because he was busy eating her purse. <laughs> All I want for Christmas is that. <laughs> I don't know who just said God, but I'm going to ask you to leave. Because you obviously have no business being at this show. None at all. You've been offended now by the dentist, uh, ridiculous dentist thing that we do. How do you know it's the dirty same cars. person? I know who it is. All right. You, you can, uh, dumb, it, dumb peels through a room. Be honest, is it Elliot? <laughs> it is not Elliot. Elliot looks great today. No, what? It's <laughs> <laughs> not at all what you said. <laughs> so that, so uh, here's the thing. Yeah. If, you, if you're Anderson Cooper and you're known to be, you're, you're, you're this journalist. I'm, I'm throwing that in quotes. Mm-hmm. You're a journalist and you're, uh, somebody just got offended by that. I'm not kidding. I'll, I'll clear this fucking room. <laughs> We usually do this show in a studio. That seems to go fine. <laughs> We've been doing this show for 10 years in a studio, and we're known worldwide, so the rest of you can suck it. Oh, no. Hey, let's start doing a live show. That'll be fun until strangers wander in. <laughs> Jesus. Lock the, lock the doors, Katie, whatever the hell that phrase is. Did you mean lock the gates? Because <laughs> that's a different podcast. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. It's Marin. No, I don't listen These to guys that. Love them. Guys, should we just do Marin? Do you want? Should we get get really happy? I, I like coffee and cats. <laughs> here's the thing. What happened with Mariah? Please, please finish this. No, sentence. no. Here's the thing. You're, if you're a journalist like an AC three sixty, mm-hmm. you're known to be. You're you're supposed to be smart. You're sharp, right? right Your right, mom right, made right, pants. Right, 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 right. So, right. And you go on this show for intellectuals. And you lose to a pothead. or And I throw that in quotes, too. You throw it to an actor that played a pothead. Yeah. And you lose to him, you're going to feel foolish, too. So I would, I would not stop talking about it because I'd be so damn embarrassed. Yeah. 
I just like the the production meeting where they're like, okay, so quarter of that's when we go into the, the A material. We got Jeopardy. <laughs> we got Jeopardy eleven forty five. Yeah, and then we got to talk about this email that Diane von Furstenberg sent us because that's uh, apparently his mom. I, no, Gloria Vanderbilt. Whatever. It's somebody van something. <laughs> Gloria Vanderbilt, she made the jeans. That's why I said his mom made pants. Right, but who's, so who's Diane von Furstenberg? Not his mom. Isn't that also a designer? My point is, who gives a shit? It's just some old lady. But it's his mom. No, that does make sense. No, no, I'm, I'm saying, I know it's his mom that emailed them. I'm saying, I don't give a shit which old lady is his mom. It's some old lady that's famous. Gloria Vanderbilt jeans are beautiful jeans. <laughs> Furstenberg, I don't know anything about her pants. Who is that? Does anyone know who that is? <laughs> Rap dresses. She did the rap dress. That's okay. exactly right. My point stands. It's two designers that I don't give a shit about. First and first, no, no, what Vanderbilt, beautiful pair of jeans. <laughs> Look, you're we're we're team Mott and Bow. You cannot give this much credit to what is it? Gloria Vanderbilt. Why do I always want to say von Furstenberg? It's, it's, it's a lady jean. I, right. I don't believe she ever made the man jean. You, you got really? to go to Jordash for that, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. The man would wear your bugle boy or your Jordash, and your girl would wear the Vanderbilt. Maybe a guest jean. Mm-hmm. Then I believe they started I, making guests for the gentleman. Yeah, guests made. Yeah, they made men's jeans. At the time, though, it wasn't. And then there was, of course, the Cal Kleins. Calvin Klein. One time, I'll tell you one time, I got between the Cal Kleins or Brooke Shields. What happened? What was it? Just got between them. Great. <laughs> 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 Diddled her clit. <laughs> no, you're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to sell me out. You asked for it, then you're not allowed to shake your head as if it's a craziness. <laughs> Went down to the Blue Lagoon. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, that, that trumpet. We cannot have the trumpet tonight, Elliot. We are on a razor's edge right now. <laughs> there will be no trumpet. We haven't done a show in, in two and a half weeks. Right, I mean, and already I, you're angry. That's, I get a lot of anger built up. <laughs> Is that what it, you've just been spending two weeks building up anger? Just building up anger. That guy's been avoiding talking to his family, and I've been building up anger. Mm-hmm. How was your Christmas? Merry. <laughs> How was yours? Very. Very Christmas? <laughs> very merry. Have yourself a very merry Christmas. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> I went to move my sleeve and it didn't budge. And then I, I thought if I extended my arm further, uh, it would help. And it, it turns out... Was this a, is this a Christmas present? This is a nice jacket? No, but I will reveal what's underneath it uh, at some point because that is a new shirt okay. uh, that I will uh, uh, expose. A Christmas shirt. A Christmas present. It came pre-Christmas. Okay. It, it came, uh, but let's, uh, let's check in with Garen Carell. Yep. Uh, all right, so Garen, Matt and I are going to try to guess. Um, and Christian, you want in on this? I don't have any money. I have no cash. You have no money? Yeah. Okay. Did, did I announce that we're charging money for guessing? <laughs> <laughs> I think he thought we were betting in the classic Never Not Funny fashion. We, yeah, you got a dollar? <laughs> no, I don't think... <laughs> I don't think we try. I'll put in for you though, Christian. How about that? That's what you do around Christmas, right? You help others. Yeah. Right. Here we go. Here. Uh, hi. All right. All right. You're in, and I'm in, Christian. Matt, you're in. Let me see if I have money. Oh, you know, I left my wallet backstage. All right, I got you. You're in. All right. Who else? Who's that? I can't see that far. Allison, you want in? Yeah. All right, Allison's in, and then somebody over there. Who wants in? Who wants in? Anybody want in on this? <laughs> Who wants to? Uh, nobody. We're, what do we get? We get we're guessing what concert Garen saw. How could you not remember that you know, from 25 the, minutes ago? You know, the fun, never not funny bit. <laughs> no, no, I don't need yours. I've got, I've got a $5 bill. Uh, so uh, I'm, I'm, uh, uh, who's that? Who's that? I can't see that far. Who is it? 
Hi, Mel. What's your real name? I haven't met a guy named Mel under the age of 90 in my life. Oh, it's Melvin? How you doing, Mel? Melvin. Who, would, who looks at a small baby and says Melvin? Our beautiful little child. Let's name him Melvin. <laughs> Who would do that to a child, Melvin? What's your dad's name? Are you Melvin the uh, second? No. Wait, what's your father's name, Melvin? Sam. Sam, right? Gorgeous man. <laughs> I got an uncle named Daddy. He loves this country. <laughs> well, it took a little time to connect the dots on that, huh? That was a nice build. Hey, did you heard it? Come on. Now you like him again. Everything's okay. It's all going to be okay, guys. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Now, Melvin, you want in on this, Melvin? Yeah. Where, where are you from, Melvin? Uh, Sacramento. Sacramento, right? That's our state capital, is it not? Right. You go up there. Remember when Arnold was the governor? Did you ever go visit him? Uh, yeah, my parents actually work for the state. So. Heads up now. Sam works for the state? <laughs> <laughs> what does Sam do for the state? Uh, he works for the state controller. State con- a, a, a controller? Is that comptroller or controller? Controller. Comptroller? <laughs> no. <laughs> Controller. Just controller? Yeah. Sam does this? As much as we want it to be comptroller so that he could explain what that means. Yeah, I know. It is Just not. Once I want someone to walk me through that. And what does your mom do, Mel? Department of Health in Sacramento. What's your mother's name? Melvin. What is it? Avril? Avril. Oh. What? I've never met anybody under the age of 40 with that name. How old's your mother? You haven't met 39? Levine? What? Levine? Uh, under. I meant to say, I, I kind of, I may have word, uh, used yeah. the wrong wording. <laughs> okay. Sounds like a very interesting family. <laughs> well, you got, they you got Mel- were they fans of the Melvins? Is that why you got your name? Uh, I heard it was from Melvin the Monster. From- oh, <laughs> Melvin the Monster. From- Are you familiar with that? Yeah, yeah, the big hairy uh, orange guy. Not Trump. <laughs> the other one. <laughs> Do you think that's why so many people voted for Trump? They thought it was this fun character? Sure. That makes more sense. Yeah. I would, have, I would have gotten on board if someone had told me that, that was going to be our right? president. Hey, a monster wants to grab your pussy. You're not going to say no to that. Right? you got a great story. Yeah. A reality star does it. What just happened? <laughs> I think someone like laughed and sneezed at the same time. He's <laughs> <was> like, ah! <laughs> so much so that I got lost in my own thought. Yeah, yeah. Really that threw you. Wild. That was wild. <sighs> what, um, all right, so uh, what year, Garen? What, what are we talking about? Garen saw a concert in, in Bakersfield? In Bakersfield. He said he saw a big act oh. in Bakersfield. Who gives a shit? <laughs> I got $5 here that says I do. Okay. All right, you're in, I'm in, Christian's in, Allison's in, Melvin's in. Uh, what year, Garen? 2000. 2000, Mel. Anything on that? <laughs> what concert did Garen Cockrell see in Bakersfield in the year 2000? November 2000. Oh, it was late in the year, Mel. Does that change your guess? So the, the Y2K living. scare had been solved, that, that we were past that. <laughs> Right in the sweet spot of the pre-9-11... Uh... I froze all my assets in December of 1990. Wait a minute, though. Post-election? Was it post-Bush uh, yep. v. Gore? Yep. Yeah, November. Oh, it could be early November. You're right, right about that. Yeah. So it's, you're, you're, you're reeling from that other horrible election. That <laughs> or maybe it was through. in that little limbo time where we were still Was it waiting? still being contested? Were they counting the chads? Uh, it may have been. More. It, was, really more. it was November. I don't remember exactly what happened. I know they counted chads. <laughs> if this date I'm looking at is accurate, it was November 27th. Okay. It's oh, they may still be counting chads. Yeah, yeah. When did that set? When did they settle like in December? Right? Was that a December settlement? I don't remember. What is that? Like 16, 17 years ago? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
episode. <laughs> right around there. This act probably made reference to what was going on. I've just been told, Mel, this act may have made reference to what was going on. They're political in nature. Political. I know who it is. I'm going to say it's the Dixie Chicks. My guess is the Dixie Chicks. I was thinking that too, but were they around that long ago? Was that too soon? I thought they got political later. They were always political. That that little uh, Natalie Gaines, is that her name? Nope, Maines. Maines? Yeah. Chris Gaines is that other country star. That's right. Right, he, he, he teeters a little more towards the. Wait pop. a minute, is is Chris Gaines Natalie Maines' uncle? Is that a... I believe it might be. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Wait, that's proof. I'll yes and anything. <laughs> what? Um... God, it, it, go, it, it works so well when it's Gil Martin and Kill Martin. Yeah, people, it does. the house comes down. People, when people love it. <laughs> uh, all right, Melvin, what's your guess? Mine was the Dixie Chicks. I don't know if you heard my guess. Rage Against the Machine is not a bad guess, but if you know Garen Cockrell, it's a it, horrible. It's a terrible guess. guess yeah. <laughs> It's one of the worst guesses ever. I mean, on paper, I uh, 100% agree with your guess. It's a terrific Can guess. Can I ask what the venue was? Was it a stadium, an arena? A, a, State fair? A stage? It was an, it was an arena. Like an a, arena? It wasn't a huge arena, but it was an arena. It was an arena. It's, it was it's, an arena. it's a Bakersfield arena. It's, it can't be that big. It was so big, they would do the show right here in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Did they also perform here in Los Angeles, or did I you have to go up there? I they probably did. You, they did? I'm sure they did. They must have. Why'd you drive out there, then? Yeah, why'd you go there? There were tickets available. Tickets available there, but not here. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. The smaller venue didn't sell out. Mm-hmm. Less populous. Probably a little bit less money up there in Bakersfield. Less money up in Bakersfield. Christian, can you, is that something you'd agree on? Right? Your family's going through a tough time. I know that's why they voted for a monster. <laughs> <laughs> right? They believe it's bullshit that they're going to save their lives, their sad, pathetic Bakersfield lives. <laughs> Christian, what's your guess? Melvin seems a little mum. Oh, no, he said uh, Rage Against the Machine. He's gonna go, you're going to go with Green Day. You're going to double down on Green Day. He was a, uh, an overused phrase from the uh, uh, news uh, world. Double down. I like that guess. I like Green Day. You do, huh? Mm-hmm. 2000. 2000. You still like it? No. Nope. <laughs> Sounds like Christian oh, may boy. have been there. Boy, that'd be quite a coincidence. You, right, you remember you had Thanksgiving dinner, and then you, Mom, Dad, I got to go. I got to go see Green gotta Day. I got to go. Some guy that's uh, stalking me online. I got to meet at a concert. <laughs> Some uh, lady named Garan. Allison sounds very exotic. You have a guess what do you got, Allison? Allison? Two thousand Bakersfield may or may not have also played is here it, in Los is Angeles. Is it definitely a band or is it possibly solo artist? I think that's giving stuff away. That's giving stuff away. I think. Oh. Yeah, it's hmm. too much. That can make all of our guesses obsolete. You really want to start this over? No, no. <laughs> but all the guesses have been banned. So yeah, far. they have. Yeah, they could absolutely be an artist of some. Maybe mm-hmm. that Justin, maybe that T Lake. What? Justin Timberlake. <laughs> Has anyone ever called him T Lake? <laughs> Did you say Tea Lake? <laughs> I've not, not heard that nickname. <laughs> Is that not a nickname for him? I, I don't know. I've, that's not, I'm not familiar with it. I don't know either. <laughs> I'm happy calling him that. Okay. Tea Lake. I, I was Tea Lake, Tea Lake was, was he solo yet in 2000? He may have done one show in Bakersfield. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Test the waters in a small market. Let, let's see how it goes. Let's, see let's dip our tea in the lake and see how it goes. <laughs> what, speaking of that one time. We had Robert Young on. God damn it, nobody's old enough to get I that. I don't know who that is. You have to give me some clip notes Robert when you go into these bits. He dipped his balls in some sinker. <laughs> what? Uh, is anybody a grandparent to enjoy that joke? Is anybody? There we go. One woman down front who does not look old enough to get that uh, reference. Allison, what do you got? 2000, November. Bakersfield. May or may not have also played here. May or may not be a band. Maybe a solo artist. I think you can rule out Tea Lake. <laughs> Right. I don't know about that. Uh, I was going to say Lincoln Park. 
oh, Lincoln Park is not a bad guess because I think Garen likes Lincoln Park. Oh, no, really? I think he does. I, do. I saw Lincoln Park on tour with 30 Seconds to Mars. How do you like that? Oh, my God. Why didn't you put a bullet in your head? <laughs> Holy Christ, that sounds horrible. Hollywood. You could leave an intermission. You know that, right? Oh, I stay. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. It's like I don't even know you. Were you held hostage? Why would you stay for that? It was a great show. It was a great show. Yeah. What? What is You're like a guy. You like pop music and like some country. When, when, when did you like Linkin Park? Oh, I still like Linkin Park. What? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're still, they're still pulling out albums? Yeah. All right. Well, since you're not, I'm going to say NSYNC because I was thinking that too. And, you were and, thinking NSYNC. Yeah, and I don't have a better Lincoln idea. Lincoln Park, Rage Against the Machine, Green Day. I'm sticking with the Dixie Chicks. Garen Cockrell, please end this excitement. <laughs> the correct answer. Is anybody correct, first of all? Someone is correct. One of the five. Oh, uh, okay. One of the five is correct. This is very exciting. Who can you rule out? Eliminate somebody. Oh, no, hold on. I, can I place a second bet and say I think you are correct? I think it is Dixie Chicks. You're saying I'm correct. Yeah. How much are we going to bet on that? I'm betting... I'm going to go double or nothing on your answer. Well, how do I... Wait, I, uh, I don't who, know. I don't have any money. It's all, it's all house well, money Yeah, right who's now. putting up the other money? I don't know. So far, this is all on me. This is all... This is so far, I lose $100 to kill seven minutes. Yeah, exactly. I'm just going to keep doing this until I get the money in your pocket, and then we can leave. Uh, all right. So, who could... Uh, Garen, eliminate one person. I will eliminate... Melvin. Melvin's out. Okay. Oh, that disappointed that woman. <laughs> Uh, all right, Garen, eliminate one more person. Allison, you're out. Oh, boy, oh, boy. All right, so it's Green Day, Dixie Chicks are in sync. Does anybody want in on this? Double or nothing for $5. Nobody. Go. You want the answer or you want someone else kicked I think out? You can, I think you can give the answer now. <laughs> November 27, 2000, Bakersfield, California, the Dixie Chicks. I win. I win. <laughs> Give me that money. <laughs> you don't get money. <laughs> Why not? Clearly, I won. All right. Well, that's done. That's very exciting. Yeah. Good job. I mean, that's what I was going to say. Like, I don't, I, my memory is that they got political like well into Bush's administration. Like, They weren't like overtly... He didn't say that they did say anything about it. He right. said they very well he said could, they could have. have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which made me then immediately jump to them because I don't know of any other uh, bands that uh, speak politically other than the Dixie Chicks. <laughs> right. <laughs> They're the only ones that have the guts. Based on everybody on Twitter, comedians and uh, musicians are supposed to shut their mouths about politics. I so agree. I can't. Uh, the Dixie Chicks are the only ones. Dance, monkeys, know. dance. Right? Come on, Jester, <laughs> ring your bells. <laughs> I have an opinion. No, you don't. Just me and my buddies at work do. Mind your business. <laughs> yeah. Now. As everybody that, that, that listens to this show, and that could be about uh, 4% of this audience. <laughs> True. There is something on our show known as the, uh, the Never Not Funny curse. Uh, if you don't know what this is, uh, let me walk you through it. We have a thing on Never Not Funny. Uh, we don't want it to be a thing. I should tell you that. No. Uh, it just kind of happened where uh, I, I, I uh, seem to mention obscure, and they, they become less obscure uh, as time goes on, but uh, I would mention obscure celebrities from the 60s, 70s, 80s, possibly the 90s. I, basically, I was a, uh, an easy listening radio station. <laughs> and uh, I would make these references, and then within a week, uh, that person would die. And it was, it was just the weirdest thing in the world. I would mention, I can't even think of anybody uh, from the past. I would oh, mention. Michael Jackson. We definitely were talking about Michael Jackson the week before. But he's not obscure. But that, no, that's, right. uh, that's true, yeah. But there was other ones. Like, we mentioned Josh Jacobo. No, she's 99. She's going to die. 
but we mentioned Jaja on our show, and uh, uh, within 30, uh, 36 hours, she was dead. Uh, that's what happens on our show. And so whenever some celebrity dies uh, on Twitter and on what we call social media, uh, people will go, hey, you assholes better not have mentioned uh, so-and-so. You better not have mentioned so-and-so. Well, we talk about George Michael probably every episode of the show. <laughs> yeah, that's true. For 10 years, we've talked about George Michael on this show. Uh, so it was bound. I mean, the fact that he lasted this long is amazing. That just shows how strong he was. He, he withstood 10 years right? of curse, and then finally he couldn't take it anymore. He's like, enough's enough. <laughs> how many, how many, uh, how many uh, pokes has this voodoo doll got to take? Right, exactly. And, that, and we really late, like, because that, that was the episode with Pat where we were talking about last Christmas, and we sang a little bit of Faith because it was in the game. It came up in that, that trivia game we were playing. Right. So he, he, just, he just couldn't take it at that point. It was just, like, relentless. So we, uh, so uh, the other thing that people uh, need to know about me is that I, uh, I, I'm not good with my money. Um, I, uh, I buy things on eBay um, when I can't sleep. Oh and... Um, yeah, you see where this is going. <laughs> so I finally found it. Find it took me. Now, as you know, now I'm giving it away here. So scared it was about that. As you know, <laughs> I have been to every George Michael slash Wham tour since they were been around. I went. I saw them at Poplar Creek in 1985. Yep. I brought Don Hala. We sat in the third row. We got. We moved up to the front row for the. Uh, for the encore, George Michael grabbed her hand and looked at her a little too long, and I got jealous, and it ruined the rest of the night for me. <laughs> little did I know, he may have been side-eyed and the guy next to my girlfriend. <laughs> but at the time, he was still living a lie, a lie that may have killed him many years later. <laughs> but oh, God. This, this is not your conspiracy theory podcast, Jimmy. This is never not funny. We'll get into your... I apologize. Thing. I thought yeah. it was going the other way. Yeah, we're, not, we're not getting deep, deep never into Never not truthful. <laughs> never not Put truthful. that around, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so Dawn Halo was there, and she, he grabbed it when he came right. down when they did uh, Anything She Wants for the second time. As you know, they bookended. They opened with it and closed it. Yeah, they uh, did not have a lot of songs at that point. They had enough songs to not do that one twice, I'll tell you that. <laughs> so they do that song a second time, and he comes down looking more beautiful than he's ever looked. Just gorgeous. 23 years old. His hair was pristine. He had that Don Johnson Miami Wham beard going. Mm -hmm. It looked great. And he came down and he grabbed her hand and dummy goes, oh, you leave her, I'll eat mine. I ruined my night. Mm -hmm. I blamed her for it on the drive home. 100% true. Yeah. Uh, she then, when she cheated on me, this is true, as you know, when she cheated on me, uh, she then let me know by playing Careless Whisper on a loop uh, in the car. So it's like, boy, you're playing this song a lot. Hey, what the fuck? She played that to get into the conversation about... Hey, no, she played it so I'd figure it out, so that I would say, hey, did you cheat on me, as opposed to her just copping to it and, and breaking up. I don't think that's what I would say if someone kept playing that song over again. Like, really? I, I wouldn't jump immediately to, like, well, this is, this is only one explanation for you playing this song more than once. I thought it was her fault that George Michael grabbed her hand. <laughs> right, you guys had a weird thing going. Not, not us guys. One person in there did. This one. So did you never talk directly? You just only communicated with tapes? Everything like, was done via tape. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, she played that, and then I, of course, was so upset I put in Culture Clubs, Do You Really Want to Hurt Me? Mm -hmm. She sure. wrote Get Down On It, which made no, no sense at all to it. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's ridiculous. Very confusing. Right? And then, uh, then I played, of course, Billy Ocean's Get Out of My Dreams, Get Into My Car. <laughs> but you played it backwards to, <laughs> to get her out of the car. <laughs> I did. I played it. Get out so, uh, I've seen, I saw that uh, Wham! Uh, uh, show. Right. You understand? Is there this big a story for each of these tours? Because I don't think we have time for this. <laughs> really? You're in a hurry? <laughs> I'm in a hurry to see the shirt. So then, uh, I saw the George Michael uh, tour at the Rosemont Horizon. Faith. 
Uh, I saw the faith tour, and then uh, one week later, it could have been, uh, could have been even a couple days later, uh, drove up to uh, Alpine Valley in Wisconsin, saw it there again. Wow. Then I saw what he did, what they call a covers tour. I saw that, I believe it was 91. Mm-hmm. Then in 2006, I saw him when he uh, made his big comeback there at the Forum with my wife. He didn't tour for Listen Without Prejudice or whatever? No, he did called. not, sir. No, he did not, sir. Wow. At least not here in the States, the United okay. States of America. And I did not. I was not. Uh, you weren't jet setting. <laughs> not jet setting at that time. Okay. I was making 150 bucks a week doing stand up comedy. Mm-hmm. Now I make double that. <laughs> so, in your face, who won the game? Who won the long game, George Michael? <laughs> By the way, at, that, uh, at the Alpine Valley show, uh, I was there with uh, Jennifer. Jennifer won. And uh, I did a lot of Jennifers in my life. And yep. don't think that uh, Jennifer 3 didn't appreciate being called Jennifer 3. Uh, <laughs> So, Jennifer One and I are there, and we were about, about third row, right? Because I was in the music business, so I'd always get nice seats. And uh, the person in the row in front of us had uh, two boots. You understand what I mean by that? Boots? They were wearing bo- uh, boots on each foot. They were holding boots. Oh. <laughs> uh, long boots, like thigh-high, uh, thigh, no, what are they called? Thigh-high boots, knee-high yeah. boots. Yeah. They, uh, holding those. One said George, and the other said Michael. And she would hold them up like this. <laughs> uh, one right in front of my face and one right in front of Jennifer's face. And when I asked her to stop doing that, uh, she looked at me like I was the dumbest fuck in the world. So she continued to show George Michael boots. <laughs> well, I'm going to that yeah. concert. He's got to see my boots. Yeah. I used the bedazzler and put his name on my boots. Mm-hmm. So she did that. Uh, so we were behind that. And so anyway, I've seen him. And I've been, as you know, I go on there. I buy the retro t-shirt. I will overspend on the retro t-shirt. But the Wham t-shirts... For years, have been way too much money. Mm-hmm. Just way too much money. Yeah. Right? I'm talking, you know, hundreds, if not thousands of dollars. What? Well, this one, as we could all see, has a hood. <laughs> yeah. So this one, so I finally, so, so anyway. So this is two days before Christmas. This showed up on the 23rd of December. Okay. And now when people say, hey, never not funny, are you to blame? We have to own this one 100%. <laughs> okay. Because Let's... this came uh, exactly two days before Christmas. Oh, wow. That is... Look at, look at this gay shirt. <laughs> look at that. Now look at the tour dates on the back. That's got that Poplar Creek right on it, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does. Wow. Yeah. They only did seven dates on tour? That's right. What? They did seven dates. Now, is this shirt ill-fitting? Yes. <laughs> you don't know that when you see it on eBay. It's weird that... No one's going to get this, but it's weird that they used the old Smile Train font for their shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, that may be the greatest thing you've ever said in the history of this show, and I'm not kidding. Why is there and then why is there a long mark over the A? Is it supposed to be pronounced Wham America? America. Why? That's not how you say America or Wham. America. I don't get it. The United States of America. And These are British people. They don't understand our land. They're here for seven days. <laughs> they're here a week and they're gone. Yeah. Right. Then the next time he's in town, he's asking to see a cock in a restroom. He doesn't know what he's doing in the country. Truly an awful shirt. Awful. <laughs> I bought this shirt for $700. <laughs> they finally came down to a reasonable price. How much? Seriously, how much was that? This one was only $19.99. I don't know why anybody was bidding on it. And that was, I do now. <laughs> and that, and that, this is from the 80s. This, this is not a reprint. No, this is from there. This is wow. exactly from there. Uh, there should be a drawstring in here, but the drawstring is missing. That's why it was not full price. <laughs> you get the drawstring. I don't know if that guy didn't understand. He could have got a lot more money because nobody bid against me. If he had waited two days, he would have got a lot more money. Hey, buddy, you're not, uh, yeah. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't fit me. It'll certainly fit my wallet. <laughs> I'm going to sell it. Yeah. To some crying sap. <laughs> oh. I'm not 100% sure I knew it had a hood in the picture, by the way. Oh, really? I don't know if hood was revealed. 
In the, uh, how how in do you the, feel about cutting that hood off and just uh, going long sleeve tee? I'm already never wearing it again. <laughs> so if I cut the hood off, that guarantees that. Mm-hmm. But will you keep it or will you sell it? Uh, you know what? I believe, uh, I believe my wife's going to wear it as some sort of a sleep shirt, maybe a lounging shirt. But see, now it's a game-worn, never-not-funny wham shirt, so it's even worth more money. It's got the curse on it. Yeah. <laughs> Look out, Ridgely. <laughs> oh, no. You're next. Boy, I was, nobody was more excited about the idea of those guys reuniting than I was for their 30th anniversary. And when George let that slide... Uh, boy, I was disappointed. So they were going to, and then... No, it was, never, it was only in your head that that was going to happen. There was a rumor going around the internet that I may or may not have started. <laughs> I'm never not truthy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know my website, my blog. <laughs> yeah. I just start rare, rare uh, just uh, random uh, conspiracy ideas. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I bought this shirt. showed up on the 23rd. And I went, hey, my Wham shirt showed up. Wah, wah. God, that must Two days later, really hurt. Well, it, was, it didn't feel good. Did you wear it between the 23rd and, and the, when he died? I, wore, I put it on the second he died. <laughs> sure. Christmas Day. No, I, I, I had not worn it. I had not worn it until I put it on to come to this night. Did uh, you give it to Danielle to wrap and put under the tree? Or did you just say, this is mine? No, I said, uh, no, because uh, my wife doesn't like the way I throw my money around like I'm an asshole. So I keep stuff like this quiet. And then she'll go, is that a new shirt? I go, yeah, yeah I might have had it. And, uh, <laughs> That's so, what I mean. This is justified. It's like, no, it's a Christmas present for myself. So... It's okay. I think there's. I, 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 I've already got enough Christmas presents for myself. Pheasants, pheasants. Hey, I got a Christmas pheasant. I uh, was, was out uh, was out hunting with the Trump boys, and uh, <laughs> I. Uh, what I did when he when he died is, and then I uh, I said uh, when people were blaming us on the internet for killing him, uh, I said, you know what, I'm going to own this one, and I opened up the drawer and I pulled this out, and I go, this came two days ago, and she she did say, you're the devil. <laughs> you're some sort of a warlock. You're a witch. Yeah, just so people understand, we can't control it. You know, obviously, there were people we would like to die who we cannot somehow make go away. But uh, the people we love, that's who it hurts, it seems like. Here's the other weird part. On this very stage here, about one month ago at this time, uh, we had mentioned, um, uh, I think we mentioned growing pains or something. And then I was going to say, I was going to mention Alan Thicke. Mm -hmm. And then uh, in my head, it was like, hey, Alan Thicke, and then I got derailed. And then the next day, Alan Thicke died. So I thought it. So I'm going to take that. I'm going to bl- I'm going to take the blame on that one too. Mm-hmm. And something's we, going on, man. We did mention Debbie Reynolds uh, a couple weeks ago too. Yeah, yeah, something's up. Yeah, and that was weird. Like, why would she ever come up? It's, she should not. She was well, not in the news because Carrie Fisher was not even in the news yet. No, no, right? yeah, it was before. Yeah. We mentioned her too. Yes, we did. Yeah, something's up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Joyce DeWitt better be very, very careful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Although we bring up Carol Channing a lot. She's hanging out as tightly as George Michael, for Christ's sake. Yeah. Diamonds. Hey. <laughs> Young people. When she, is it, it'll be another one of those. Uh, it, like, she'll die tomorrow. Oh, two, 2017, just the same fucking bullshit. <laughs> She's 98 years old. Yeah. You better not pick Betty White. 98. People die. It's sad, Garen, but people die every day. <laughs> Gotta have faith. <laughs> <laughs> See, they're not moaning the joke. They're, they're sad. No, they're not sad. They've got sad lives. That's what they have. <laughs> I'm just trying to spin it positive. You, oh. you can look at it two ways. When you hear the moaning that you always hear when you, when you perform comedy, you could, you could think of it like, oh, they're against me. But you could also think, oh, they're, I've brought some emotion out of them in some way. 
hear a word you said. All I was thinking about was, you know what? This shirt's more comfortable than I thought it would be. It looks very comfortable. It is very comfortable. I think it's a good sleep shirt. I think my wife's going to enjoy this as a sleep shirt. Mm-hmm. Might be big on her, though. Maybe blousy. Well, that's okay. That's what sleep shirts are supposed to look like. Supposed to be blousy? But yeah. Like a night shirt. Yeah. Right? You ever you watch that show, The Night Shirt, with uh, Darren McGavin? Mm-hmm. Night Stalker. <laughs> what? Uh, Why would I make a Darren McGavin? Uh, I thought you were going Night Court, and then I didn't know who you were talking about. That was confusing. I thought you were going to say uh, Richard Mull. <laughs> Is that his name? Yeah, it's Bull. Yeah. <laughs> Not to be confused with TV's new Bull. <laughs> That's the, that billboard that I see oh, everywhere? Oh, Christ. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> By the way, people new to our show, Richard Mull's the type of name that he will die yeah, the next that is a, a perfect That's the example of That's the perfect die. example of what happens on this show. George. Although, George, 53. And, of course, Prince, the Purple King. Right. <laughs> 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 we were getting t-shirts made that said the Purple King. That guy goes and dies on us. Everything's going against us. Mm. Again, they are sad for us. They're sharing. It's sharing. It's shared grief. Did you have a good Christmas? I had a Merry Christmas. Yeah? George Michael had a last Christmas. <laughs> I'm wearing the shirt. <laughs> He's allowed to say that. He has I'm the allowed shirt to say it. The shirt is like the conch. <laughs> if you put it on, you can say whatever you want. <laughs> This is one where I could own this one. People got very upset about Bowie and Prince. This right. is one. Yeah, this for, is this is for your ten Bowie. years. Yeah, yeah. This is Peter Cetera, yeah. Steve Perry, and George Michael. Those three. Uh-huh. Maybe Rick Astley, Tom Jones. Those are the five. Yeah, I not one woman. This seems odd. Fishiness now. <laughs> Patty Lapone and Bernadette Peters. I love them. They're scared they're going to die now. You don't say them. Dina Menzel. Those are the three ladies. <laughs> no! Those are the three loves of my life that I would leave my wife for. I would leave my wife for Steve Perry, for Christ's sake. Sure. Shoot him and go! They have very similar hair. Very beautiful, long, very Gorgeous, dark beautiful hair. hair. Long, beautiful hair. Here's my cock. We're all naked. <laughs> I don't really know that show. You ever seen well. hair? You've never seen hair? I've seen the movie. You know who's in the movie? My friend Donnie Dacus. Right. From Chicago. From the band Chicago. Yeah. Did you watch that uh, documentary last night on CNN? or I saw it on Digital Versatile Disc. Oh, that's right. Without the edits that removed you from it. (laughs) So I saw the full. Better take 17 minutes out for commercials. Who gets whacked? Guy that shouldn't be in it in the first place. (laughs) Did you watch the the televised... uh... Boycott it. Yeah. (laughs) Good call. Danielle tried to put it on. I threw a fucking rock through the TV (laughs) so she couldn't watch it. (laughs) Yeah. Seem to be the easiest solution. So right just change the channel. Sure. Right? You change the channel, bad news. <laughs> is, this your, is, the, is this your talk radio character? <laughs> I was actually quoting Paul Stanley's stage banter, is what I was doing. Wow. Yeah. I went deep on that. <laughs> That's without the if one listener gets that, I'll be happy. All right. Should we do these? Uh, oh, yeah. All right. Let's, you insisted uh, that we. Do the all right, ads here we go. for we're, this episode in the middle of the show. All right, we're going to do our ads, show. and then we're going to take a... Uh, this, all right, so we're going to take a break. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to do the ads, and then we'll bring our guest up, and we'll go around the horn and say hello to the rest of the cast. Uh, though we've already said hello to you. Uh, hey, Matt. Yes. <laughs> Probably should have brought my reading glasses. Do you want me Oh, to here read? we go. Yeah. Matt, now you use these guys. Blue Apron. Yes, Blue Apron. Does now, anyone else use Blue Apron here? No. <laughs> <laughs> So we should just do the ad as quickly as possible and get back to the show? Sounds good. Or maybe they want to hear more about it. Yeah, it's great. Sounds like that woman really wants to hear about it. She loves to cook. Yeah. Guys, who's more open? No. (laughs) I eat out every goddamn day. There's nothing better than the colonel. (laughs) 
Explain to me why the uh, Kentucky Fried Chickens all over the uh, country have Nashville as back. Is that the type of chicken that they're doing, or are they excited about the Nashville being back on There must television? be some tie-in with the show. Is there a tie-in, Garen? Why don't you look that up on the World Wide Web? I'll look it up on the World Wide Web. Thank you, Garen Cockerell. Garen, how was your Christmas, by the way? It was pretty good. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Blue Apron. Blue Apron. Now, listen, they got an impact on community. The seafood is sourced sustainably under standards developed in partnership with the Monterey Bay. Yeah. Aquarium seafood watch. <laughs> hey, that sentence wasn't over. <laughs> nope. <laughs> you're, like, you're like Christopher Walken with these ad reads. Stopping in the middle of a sentence. I don't have story. my glasses. <laughs> that doesn't explain that, though. It <laughs> you read the does. words perfectly. You just stopped randomly. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. <laughs> Do you want me to read it and then you can react? No, sir. All right. not, at the, not with the fun we're having. All right. Beef is... <laughs> beef is There's gotta be more there uh, beef, uh, beef is raised humanely Chickens are free range Pork is raised naturally yeah. Regenerative farming practices Used for produce Now Blue Apron Matt They can be delivered To 99% of the continental US And 995 of food deserts Yeah Basically anywhere you live You can get Blue Apron And it's great I'm gonna throw out a city Bakersfield You can Sure You can do it Yeah Fresno I don't know the answer To any of these questions I'm just gonna guess That they're in the 99.5% <laughs> what, if what, if what if we're picking The five that aren't Yeah they're like, Nope <laughs> Don't do Baker. Portsmouth, Ohio. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Damn it. I just put an L in there for some Portsmouth, Ohio is what I just said. Yeah. Oh, Zeke Heil, huh? Hey. Man in the High Castle come November 20. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're watching it, you know Hitler's not. I just, a spoiler. Okay. Uh, what? What happened? I haven't watched it. It's great. Blue Apron. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think Blue Apron wants to be associated with the Nazis? We've already talked way too much about Nazis in the Harry's ad reads. We should just stick to... <laughs> The food deserts for Wait, this one. Who's, is Harry's next? Yeah, Harry's is next. Stay, save that for the Harry's. All right. All right, Nazi talk coming up. <laughs> yeah. Sit tight for Get Nazi your armbands ready, guys. Harry's Razors coming up. <laughs> All right, here we go. Click your heels. Harry's Razors. There, see, the, the blades are made in Germany. I know we shouldn't be talking about them yet, but that's, it's just a natural fit. Blue Apron doesn't want to hear about Harry's. No, they don't. Now, Blue Apron, folks, uh, they ship the exact amount uh, of each ingredient required for a recipe. They are reducing food waste. Yes. Uh, now, cooking uh, together builds family bonds. Now, Matt Belknap, you're an example that of that. That's absolutely true. Uh, my family and I uh, get together. Zoe snaps the peas. I cook the, the ground beef. Now, or that's your child, but I still have to ask. Is yep. that a euphemism for something? <laughs> she does the, su- you know, the stuff you can do without a sharp knife or a, a hot stove, and then uh, I cook stuff. Uh, my wife uh, does some other stuff. She does the vegetables usually. Charlie's four. What does he do during all this? Nothing. Stays away. <laughs> yeah, he's not involved. Safety <laughs> first. He doesn't help cook, and he doesn't eat the food either. He doesn't even eat it. He is not a, not a fan. His palate is not developed enough to enjoy the Blue Apron. <laughs> Too spicy? He actually he's eaten some of it. He, he's enjoyed some of it. What's he like? The salmon? He likes the you know the, the fettuccine. <laughs> <laughs> but you would agree that it builds uh, strong family bonds. It's great. You guys, it's, it's Blue Apron time. You put your aprons on. You, you gather around the stove. That's right. Like witches at a cauldron. I'm still mad that they haven't actually sent me a blue apron. I feel like that's a no-brainer. I think they think we're kidding when we say that. They they make one. They just didn't send me one. Right. They think we're kidding that we want one. No, I really want. I'm not I know kidding. I want one. Send it to me, please. And then I'll take a picture and tweet it or something. Oh, that that's gonna be <laughs> that's gonna do it, right? <laughs> that should do it, guys. I'm very big on social media. Guys, eight thousand people will see this photo. <laughs> that's not, that's low. I apologize for going. No, there. no. I mean, I think that's accurate. I have more followers, but not everybody sees every tweet. You know? oh, good, good. 
Good cover. I look at the stats. You know, you see what happens. Now, listen. Research shows, and the research is uh, by the name of Matt Bell, that the Blue Apron families cook nearly three times more often. Matt, you find that to be accurate? Yes, we do cook more than we used to, which was almost never <laughs> All right. before. Now Blue it's three Apron. times a week. Uh, we do the two a week plan, um, and then sometimes we have leftovers uh, because the kids don't eat a full. I understand. Portion. Charlie barely eats any of it. <laughs> right. So we have some leftover, and mm-hmm. it's great. All right. Now, some of the meals provided in January are the seared pork chops with farro. And uh, cranberry chutney. Yum. I have to tell you something. I don't know what farro is. What's that, Matt? Uh, is it like a buckwheat type uh, arrangement? I don't know. Anybody? Farro? F-A-R-R-O? Yeah, it's like what? It's like a grain. It's a grain. I thought you said it's like a brain. <laughs> uh, it's a grain. Farro the grain. Who I saw at the Circus Vargas once. He was fantastic. Oh, yeah. Oh. As I was say, I went to see Perry Farrow in uh, Bakersfield. Once. <laughs> oh, did you like? Yeah, amazing. He's in that Jane's Addiction, is he not? That's right. And later, started Lollapalooza. Porno for pyros. Mm-hmm. Uh, spaghetti squash and marinara with mushrooms and garlic knots. See, I like that. I don't like garlic knots. You know, that beats me up. I can't have them. Yeah, but the, the squash. I don't like mushrooms either. I also don't like squash. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? I guess I'm not going to invite you over for dinner that night, then. Not on that night. Right. And you know what? You can skip this next one for me, too. <laughs> Spicy shrimp and uh, Korean rice cakes with kabaj and... Uh, oh, here's the thing. You can say, I don't like, I don't want any seafood or I don't want any pork. You can basically tell them, just give me this or that. Or, like, you, you basically tell them, you set it up on the website. I'm so. telling them right now. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't they listen to us about the <laughs> paper and why would they listen to you about this? <laughs> uh, Spicy shrimp and uh, Korean rice cake with kabaj and furikake? Does that sound right to you? It sounds great to me. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if it's about food, but it sounds really fun. F U R I K A K E. Yeah, let's get together in Furukake. That does sound like a like a category on Pornhub. <laughs> right? You get together with a kabaj and Furukake? Sure. You ever say that, right? Where you yeah. put your dick in lettuce? <laughs> you, ever, you ever fuck kimchi? <laughs> I went to grade school with kimchi. Beautiful girl. Okay. Uh, so you haven't had that yet, the spicy shrimp? No, no, it's just January's just started, so I haven't gotten any of these things yet. Uh, but you eat shrimp, that's not that you eat. I do like the shrimp, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, they call that the, the ocean's cockroach. <laughs> <laughs> not when you're about to eat it, they don't. You know, in some countries, the cockroach is a delicacy. <laughs> What's the code, Jimmy? Can they save any money or do anything with a code? Absolutely. <laughs> Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free. Get your first three meals free. With free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash never. That's right. Go to blueapron.com slash never, and you get three free meals with free shipping. Yeah. Blueapron.com slash never. You're going to love how good it feels, how it tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So do not wait. Blueapron.com slash never. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Yay! Give it up for Blue Apron. And give it up for Harry's Razors. Hey, Matt. What's up, Jimmy? <laughs> I cannot imagine how painful this is uh, for everyone. <laughs> it's not going to be good at home. We can go either. back to talking about people that are dying. <laughs> yeah. They're going to be looking forward this to This is that. our show. They're looking to be hearing it. <laughs> okay. Matt, I got a question for you. What do you love the most about shaving with Harry's? Uh, just thinking be about... Be specific. <laughs> I'm going to be. I'm going to be. Uh, well, I like the, the fact that uh, it comes right to my house, and I don't have to... Go to the, to the pharmacy and ask somebody to unlock a... For decades. Plastic case. Big razor companies have relentlessly, relentlessly increased prices and reaped immense profits at the expense of their customers. That kind of speaks to nothing you just said. <laughs> I thought I was tying into what you just said. Right. My fault. So I, don't Jeff, you, I don't know what you said at all, period. Like, it didn't sound like English. I don't disagree with that. <laughs> I kind of mumbled about, every word. Yeah, it was like, big 
People do things terribly in the world. It was like a rant that made no sense. Listen, I'm just trying to emulate our president. Yeah. Elect. President-elect. The razor companies are robbing us bigly. (laughs) But you can escape that racket by ordering Harry's razors right from Germany. I'm going to ask you a question, Matt. (laughs) Yeah. They're in America, but the razors are made in Germany. They bought the factory, you guys. Come on. I don't see any evidence of that here. They don't say anything about buying the factory. You've gotten this from previous ad reads? Uh, yeah. Uh, they also got a lot of emails from them asking us to stop talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> then why'd you bring it up? I'm, I'm kidding. They did not ask. For humor. <laughs> uh, do you know the name of the two guys that started Harry's Razor? You asked me this two weeks ago, and I do not remember. Is it... Uh, I know it's not Dave and Buster, but I want to say that every single time. <laughs> Dave and Buster started a gaming and food emporium. Is it... Uh, Wait. If you can name one of them, I'll give you the five dollars. Oh God! If you can name one of them, oh, oh, Alan, or is that what I guessed last time? <laughs> Alan does sound like a guy that uh, a Gary. Talent. No, Eric. Did you say Eric? Huh? Hey, no, it's not Harry. That's that's what you think, but you're wrong. Uh, it's Jeff and Andy. Jeff and Andy. God damn it! That's what I wanted to say. Now, Matt, these are two ordinary guys that were fed up with getting ripped off. Yeah. So they started uh, Harry's to fix shaving. Harry's knew there was only one way to ensure quality, so they bought their own factory. Oh, see, we can still talk about it. Sure. Uh, by taking less profit and selling directly to you over the World Wide Web, Harry's offers their blades at half the price. That's in bold. <laughs> at just two dollars a blade compared to the four dollars uh, you're going to pay at the drugstore. Great. Yeah, Harry's. <laughs> <laughs> you guys uh, know it's great. Yeah, they we got, use they, got, they got the bomb. I used Harry's last night. I shaved last night, and then I got the haircut today, and then she shortened up my sideburns, and you can see there, she shortened them up, but then she didn't get tight enough to where... Uh, uh, she left a little... Yeah. There's like a half half burn. Yeah, so I can't uh, I can't uh, shave two days in a row because of my, it yeah, up you, my face. You usually go Luke Perry, and this is more uh, Latter-day Priestly. As I mentioned <laughs> earlier, this woman didn't... Uh, she went bananas with the scissor and clipper. Mm-hmm. Uh, did not listen to what I said. This refuses to move. Again. <laughs> you can take that shirt off at any time. Just put the jacket on, whatever you got to do. I'm not going to do that at all. I'm, I'll stay here in my hoodie. Okay. I feel very comfortable in this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go get my painter's hat to finish the show. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering when the, uh, the fingerless neon gloves were going to come out. <laughs> Choose life, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot about that, too. We'll talk about it after the ad. Harry's Racers include everything you need for a close, comfortable shave. Weighted aerodynamic. Nope, none of that's right. <laughs> what are you talking about? Ergonomic? Ergonomic. They are very ergonomic. Beautifully designed razors. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> They're nice. They're nice. Five precision-engineered blattis blades. <laughs> You're thinking of Ruben Blattis. <laughs> of course I am. With the lubricant. He passed away, right? Didn't we lose? Uh, we, we Did lost. we lose Ruben Blattis? Well, we, we now. <laughs> Who we lose? Saw Bellow? Was it Saw Bellow I'm thinking of? Why would those guys be in the same sentence? <laughs> Who's the Raul that passed away? Raul Julia. We did lose we did, him. That's who I'm thinking of. We yeah. lost him. He played that guy in the Adams Family. Yes. Did a terrific job. He, he died about 25 years ago, I think. <laughs> or was it, what was it? Like, oh, like, shit. I just ordered my Adams Family shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it was like 15. It was a long time ago. Yeah, we lost him. Sad. Yep. Uh... Five precision steer blades with lubricating strip and a trimmer blade. Rich lathery shave gel, travel blade cover. Now, here's yes. an exclusive offer to everybody here at Flappers as well as listening on the World Wide Web. Yeah. And, of course, uh, all Get the Get your pencils out, guys. Write down these codes. Harry's is so confident in the quality of their blades, they want you to try their uh, shave set for free. Mm-hmm. You heard that right. That sounds weird if I'm reading it. <laughs> 
Just cover shipping when you sign up. Right? Just cover the shipping, cheapskates. You know what I mean, Christian? Right? You got a couple of bucks in that Christmas stocking years from your hate-filled family. <laughs> then you could use the blades to cut their throats in the night. Oh. What? <laughs> right? Well, These I are don't German he, blades. The, the, the views of Jimmy Barter do not reflect the views of Harry's razors. <laughs> They're only interested in providing clean, close shaves, <laughs> not family murders. There's no closer shave than hitting a jugular. <laughs> wow. <laughs> now, a special offer for the fans of the show and new people here that don't know that uh, this is not a hostage situation. <laughs> go to harrys.com right now. You guys can wait. Here in the room, you can wait. Get your phones out. Uh, go to harrys.com right now and enter the code PARDO, P-A-R-D-O, at checkout to get a post-shave balm, oh. also free. So you get that shave set for free. They're going to throw in a balm by using the code Pardo. That's harrys.com. Use the code Pardo today. Yay! Hey, guys. Matt here with some dates for you. Rachel Bloom is on Twitter at RachelDoesStuff. And her TV show, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, is on Fridays at 8 p.m. on The CW. I urge you to watch it. It is fantastic. I love it a lot. And uh, new episodes this uh, this Friday, so check it out there. There's two episodes this week, I think. Um, good stuff. Uh, and meanwhile, we are going to be live at uh, the Comedy Attic in Bloomington, Indiana, on the 29th of January. Jimmy is doing stand-up on the 27th and 28th. Package deals available if you want to see the uh, matinee show on Sunday, Never Not Funny, and a stand-up show. So go to the Comedy Attic website for that. Next, we will be at Helium in Portland on the 11th of March. That's a 4 p.m. show. Uh, you can go to their website to get the tickets or go to NeverNotFunny.com and click the tour link for all our dates and deets. Uh, one more thing, though. Before that Portland date, we're going to be doing Podcastathon 2017. That is on March 4th, noon to midnight, 12-hour show, live at Flappers in Burbank. Tickets are sold out, but you can watch it at NeverNotFunny.com. And uh, you should, because it's going to be fantastic. We're going to raise a lot of money for Smile Train, a lot of great guests lined up. Well, not yet, but we will have a lot of great, great guests lined up once we uh, start contacting them. As, as always, it's always a great show and a great time. So go to NeverNotFunny.com for all the dates and deets and other stuff. JimmyParter.com for his live shows. And enjoy. Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. <laughs> Unnecessary. Uh, all right, hey, Garen, you were looking something up. Uh, is that something? I, should I bring my guest up for that, or can you give us the information? Oh on that? no, <laughs> mic down, mic down. Yeah, you. Uh, the cord came out of your microphone because you have no idea how to use equipment. <laughs> you have your own podcast. You have a stand. Leave it in the stand. Well, then I have to do all this, and it's not. Oh yeah, that'd be That's bad horrible. for your lumbar. <laughs> yeah, you moving? That would be horrible. You don't have to wait for the guests for this. Uh, KFC's Nashville is back is referring to their Nashville hot chicken. Oh, they got the Nashville oh, hot chicken? Okay. Hot is it delicious? Have you had it? Oh, I don't eat KFC. I don't either. They're, they're the one I boycott. They're the one fast food place that I, bo- uh, that I, I boycott. Yeah, they're, they're not good. I think they're delicious, but I, uh, I saw the way they the treated the beaks in, in a documentary. <laughs> the way that they shattered the beaks nauseated me. So I boycott them. I don't like I'm well aware that every other chicken place does the same thing with the beak, <laughs> but they weren't part of this documentary. <laughs> they took each chicken and they put a little vice around their beak. Okay, oh, come on, man. <laughs> they individually shattered their beaks with a vice. None of this is true! <laughs> they took a needle nose plier. Oh. And they go, come here, little chicken. God. You'd think that would be time consuming, prohibitively time consuming. Right, you'd think I would support that kind of. Uh, with that attention to detail, they could treat them nicely. I mean, if they got one guy with pliers. 
Instead of the pliers, how about give them some nice grain, some grass-fed... Farrow. Uh, yeah, thank you. Some Farrow. <laughs> has anybody in the room ever had Farrow? Yeah, you've had it, uh, Allison? Yeah. You enjoy it. I think Dirty Carson had me a Farrow once. <laughs> Don't bring her up. I'll get sued. <laughs> that Ronan will be ready. Are you doing on. a Dirty Carson Woody Allen hybrid? <laughs> it was a hybrid. A combo impression? It was a hybrid. Jesus. Sued. <laughs> Alice, what does Pharaoh taste like? It's kind of like a large, like large rice. It's like large yeah, rice. Yeah. I didn't want to say it in the body of the ad, but I hate it. I think it's terrible. <laughs> it's weird. You don't like Pharaoh? Nah. What do you think of Mer- Mia Farrow as an actress? you like her? Yeah, she's good. She's good in that uh, Baby Jane. That's not the name of the movie at all. <laughs> Rosemary's Baby's Jane. <laughs> what happened to her? What's, who, what happened to who? That baby, Jane. I don't know. I think, every, like everybody else, had fuck Sinatra. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody from that era had sex with Sinatra. All ages. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. They call them all blue eyes. You know that, right? You ever hear that? I did hear that. Yeah. Captivating. I'm in show business, so I know a lot of different things. I don't know what everybody else knows. Our guest has been patiently waiting, and not even 100% sure she's still here. <laughs> we told her she'd be on at 8.45. It's now 9.05. Nobody knew the ads would take 20 minutes or that I would spend 19 minutes talking about boots in front of my face at a concert. <laughs> she's a Golden Globe winner. Yes. She has Matt Belknap's... Garen, I think I speak for you. Garen Cockrell and Elliot Hopeberg, uh, one of your favorite shows. Absolutely. As Indeed. I've discussed over and over, I'm not a fan of it at all. <laughs> <laughs> I've been against this booking from day one. <laughs> I worked with this girl in Bloomington. I said, if this girl ever gets a TV show, I'm not watching it. <laughs> seemed unfair at the time and even it more It seemed ridiculous. I even opened with it. I said, have another hand for Rachel Bloom. She was great. To you people... <laughs> I hope she never has a TV show because I'm not watching it because I threw a rock through it when my wife turned on the wrong documentary. <laughs> you have so many broken TVs in your backyard with rocks through them. It's like a, it's like a museum. It's like it an really art is. piece. It's like an art museum back there. Uh, my wife and I love it as well. We're a little behind. And by that, I mean we're on uh, episode one of the first season. <laughs> but that's not true. We've watched season one and then something happened. Uh, I think our country collapsed. And then... Uh, I got involved uh, in some grassroots uh, root operations that I can't get uh, talked about. Until, oh, you uh, did a great job with that grassroots effort. <laughs> Congratulations. Since November 8th, uh, I've gotten involved. I apologize. And I can't talk about it until January 21st. Whoa. Let me just say two this words. This is the weirdest intro ever you're dropping. It's a weird... I asked two things of you, sir. Resist and then peace. Sure. Wait, resist peace? No. I, that's two seems... different thoughts. Okay, okay. Uh, she is terrific, folks. So we're lucky that she's taking time away from her very, very busy uh, schedule. Please welcome Rachel Bloom, everybody! Yeah! Yay! Yay! Hello! Nice to see you. What a joy. Look at this. If I may, you're, you're, you're dressed like Rizzo from Greece. Yeah, yeah. So I, don't, <laughs> I love it. I'm not normally a scarf person. Um, but my, uh, my co, my, my writing partner who created the show with me, I was just at her house and for Christmas she gave me an, an Hermes scarf oh, from Paris. Nice. And so I want, she wrote the movie, The Devil Wears Prada. So I feel like anything she gives me, I have to wear because yeah. she knows better she, than I. She knows fashion, right? She does. By the way, I just want to, I feel like you just intro me by admitting you were planning to assassinate Trump. <laughs> Wait, yeah. what? A little that, what I said? that is not confirmed. That is not confirmed. I that feel not like confirmed. Wait a it did feel like that. It really was just like, please welcome, I'm going to kill Trump. Rachel. 
Once again, that is not confirmed. That I was is not like, confirmed. Oh, not confirmed. That's not confirmed. He uh, is going to kill him. It may what? or may not have sounded like that, Rachel. <laughs> it, it did sound like that. <laughs> Uh, but not confirmed. Uh, okay. Do we need to take that back? No, no, no. We're, we're talking be peaceful, fine. peaceful protest. Sure. You know, just uh, we're all going to. Hmm, Rachel's well, face does it all. <laughs> I'm just confused. So are, are you actually, is this a bit? Are you planning like a peaceful protest that's going to be interesting? I, <laughs> what spell you, peace. What are you asking me? It's about peace. Yeah. There we go. Are spell you being, it. wait, is, are you. What's up? Why are you being coy? What's happening? It's very confusing. A, a voice from the darkness is suddenly interjecting. <laughs> I don't know why all of a sudden Elliot thinks that he should get involved. I know, I know you have a crush on Rachel. Yeah, you're a big fan. I know that. You're a show big off. fan. We all have laser dots on our foreheads now. <laughs> uh, I, was, uh, I was sitting for what feels like an hour and a half <laughs> sure. um, with, you um, with your manager, Bruce. Oh, God. Hey, let me, can I ask you a question before? Yeah. Did yeah. he shut up at all? No, he didn't. <laughs> that explains uh-huh. why. That's why I, yeah, yeah. Bruce, shut up and you're out of show. No, it was amazing. The whole time, he was basically campaigning in my ear nonstop for me to just like humiliate you on stage. He was like, does he watch your show? Does Jimmy watch your show? And I was like, I don't know. He's like, ask him. Ask him if he watches it. Put him in the hot seat. See if he watches it. Ask him in front of the people. Ask him. Hey, new year, new manager, ass fuck. <laughs> I'll clean house, you cocksucker. I, I swear to God. I'll clean house. So I'm done with that corporate gig and I give you your fucking cut. You're done. <laughs> there, who's humiliated now? You happy with this bit? <laughs> I'll clean house. You kidding me? I'm glad I instigated Self-made this. Self-made man. Yeah, you don't need a manager. Not my this rep- one. My roast makes so much money. Off of having done virtually nothing to get me this job. Thank oh you for saying what every other performer refuses to say. No, not, I'm They're not saying it's managers. just because this job specifically was I was discovered based on like internet videos that I did online that like I basically paid for myself with like virtually no help from reps. And so they've helped me with other stuff, but the thing that's making them the money, you know. Here's how I rationalize it's that, It's all Rachel. this. What? I rationalize it this way. Sure. Because I've had the same experience with yeah. the same manager that came to my show and didn't stop talking during <laughs> it to you. <laughs> he uh, has done great stuff for me in the past yeah. that uh, ended up making no money. So yeah. then when I make money, I rationalize when, when he does zero for me, then I'll, he makes the money based on what he's done in the past. So that's my positive spin that's for you fair. and your people. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. No, that makes sense. Sure. All right. Sounds like they're you want nice to leave guys. your reps. All right. No, 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 no. They're nice. They're nice. They're just, uh, I just went over my, t- like, finances for the end of the year and just, you know. You're not happy seeing, with the amount they saw. Seeing my life, seeing my life flash before my eyes. Yeah, it's fine. I, I don't have kids. I have a dog and a husband, so it's fine. How long have you been married? I've been married for about two years. About 24 months. Uh-huh. And We've been together eight years. What's this gentleman's name? His name is uh, Dan Greger. But I call him Gregor because I'm weird. <laughs> you call your husband by his last yeah, name? Yeah, so what happened was we were friends for a couple of years before we dated, and everyone calls him Gregor because he went to Jewish summer camp where everyone is either named Daniel or Jeffrey. <laughs> um, and, and so everyone is called by their last names at, at Jewish summer camp, and he just really liked Gregor. And so I, at a certain point in our relationship, I want to say a year, and I was like, do I not call you by your last name anymore? Because, like, it feels like I'm just, like, calling you, like, hey, Pardo, what's up? You want to fuck me today? You know, like, um. I may have misunderstood the question. (laughs) Should I have my manager negotiate this request? (laughs) (laughs) Somehow I got to pay him money for this? This seems weird. Mm. Uh, But but it was, so I was like, like, should I call, I was like, should I call you? And 
he's like, well, my parents call me Danny, so no. And like, acquaintances call me Dan. So like, Gregor's the only thing people call him. So when you when you got married, did you yeah. say, uh, do you Gregor take? Yeah. Not in my, in my vows, part, I, we wrote our own vows, and I was like, Gregor, you're the greatest. And I said, like, Gregor, as I was crying. I cried. In your vows, right. it's like it's like yeah. the psychic on a morning radio show. Yeah, a hundred percent. It's kind of like, it's like Bloom and the Gregor, <laughs> and that's kind of how we act. We're like always farting, and it's. Wait, what? Hang on. What? What's going on? What did you say? What? Okay, Rachel, we don't know each other well enough at all. <laughs> uh, I don't discuss that topic at all. That's. Uh, that's... Do you and your wife? He will fart motherfuck or... his manager up and down on stage, <laughs> but he will not talk about gas. Do you and your wife fart around each other? Okay, I, again, this conversation is not happening. This is my show now. We are not having this conversation. Now you're on, you're on my show called Nazi Talk. Uh, <laughs> Welcome I'm, to Nazi Talk. Which, which, by the way, I would totally be a guest on a podcast called Nazi Talk. Because no one's more fascinated with talking about Nazis than Jewish people. Mm. We love talking about Nazis. My parents have, like, basically their house is made of, like, pictures of me and Nazi books. <laughs> <laughs> And then, like, one with, like, a little Hitler mustache in me when I'm, like, a little kid. Brings the whole room together. Oh, yeah. It's really... It ties the whole... Yeah, yeah. It's a beautiful foyer. Just, that's just the foyer. Did you buy your parents a new house once you got your television money? No. What a weird question. Absolutely. No, I don't, I don't have that much money. And also, they're fine. Where do they live? They live in Manhattan Beach. I grew up in Manhattan Beach, about uh, 40, 40 minutes south of here. I didn't know that. I did, I did, it, it's weird to me, too. It's very weird to me. I'm not, a, I'm not a beach gal. You don't like the beach at all? You don't like to go under body do. surf? I do. <laughs> bodies. Um, well, part of it was uh, I grew up with very neurotic uh, Jews who wouldn't la- like I wasn't like allowed to swim in the ocean because they thought I'd drown. I did almost drown in a pool when I was five, but that was unrelated to the ocean. Actually, it's a funny story. Um, it's so funny. We were in Vegas, and my parents were having a big fight. And uh, while they were fighting in the jacuzzi, I wanted to get away from it. Uh, my parents are still together. Um, they weathered the storm. <laughs> and they were fighting, and I was like, whatever, I'm going to go hang out with this cool older girl in this like motel in Las Vegas. And she was like, I bet you can't swim to the deep end. And I was like, I bet I can. And I couldn't, because I started <laughs> drowning. Uh, and this older girl literally interrupted my parents mid-fight, being like, you fucking asshole, and being like, excuse me, your daughter's drowning? <laughs> And then, so I just remember, like, drowning and then seeing my dad, like, jump in the pool and save my life. Do you think your near death saved their marriage? <laughs> That's a serious question. Oh, my God. I know. I, I said it comedically. I've, like, never thought about that. Talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, because there were so many other times when it was, like, this close, and I didn't almost die those times. But I do think that, like, the, I, you know, I think that all marriages, whether... I hope they're not listening to this. They listen to, like, everything I They in. stopped at... Uh... That's fair. Yeah, if they got through those ads, then God bless them. <laughs> Jesus. They'd be like, I don't think she's on this one. You're I think totally... this is the wrong episode. You're 100% right. <laughs> These guys are talking way too much about I'm Pharaoh. Gonna a, I'm probably going to get a voicemail being like, we tried to listen to you on that funny... The, the I'm funny, you're funny podcast, and I don't know... I don't know. They were talking about razors and Nazis, and I couldn't. I just couldn't. Like, that'll probably be the voicemail I get. Yeah. Sorry? Nah, it's fine. Don't what are their them. names? Their names are uh, Alan and Shelley. Alan oh, and Shelley. Alan's one of the guys that's what I was thinking yeah. of. God damn it. Also, I was just listening to the Andy Daly podcast you did, and you spent the whole podcast trying to guess his dad's name. <laughs> and then you were guessing names in this one. We got about four topics. Yeah, yeah. I, I was noticing. They all about guessing. I did it with Melvin, too. Jesus Christ. 
What's that's, your oh, name, oh, that's, that's what Bruce, Bruce was like. He was like, oh, yeah, Jimmy's music tastes are like so old. Like, everyone makes fun of him for it. You should really make fun Bruce, of him. Bruce, every fucking word out of her mouth <laughs> is another nail in your coffin for 17. <laughs> Do you know how many other managers I've turned down in 20 years? You're back there bad. I swear to God. Well, I'm the guy that stayed with you. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Bruce. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. She bought the bus. <laughs> it's just, it was so funny. <laughs> I, I mean, think you're just venting is because he wouldn't stop talking while you wanted to watch the show and laugh and enjoy yourself. Yeah. This is your way of getting back. No. Mm-hmm. That okay. wasn't it. It's not that? <laughs> Damn it. Um, uh, but you mentioned, I, yeah, I opened, last time I've seen you, I opened for you in Bloomington. Yeah, how's the TV show going? I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> it's going really well. I have a question for you, yeah, Rachel yeah. Bloom. Yeah. Because uh, I always, I, I have a, this is driving, it's going to sound like I'm, I have a reputation of being very uh, kind and, and polite to, the, uh, to, the, to my opening acts on the road. Yeah. Uh, can you confirm or deny that? Was I pleasant to you? Yeah, you were very, very nice. Was I complimentary? Uh, I don't remember. I mean, I went on after you. Well, right? Not, no, I went before you. That's, that's how. That's, that's what not opening. opening is. Yeah. That's literally what opening is. Uh, I don't. I. I don't. I think you were just very nice. I don't remember a compliment per se, but I remember you being very nice and gracious. Very cordial. Cordial. You were very cordial. It's a beautiful theater in Bloomington. Beautiful Indiana. theater. That was my first time in Indiana, and you know, uh, well, I don't know if you did, but I. One of my gigs was at like a gay club, no. and so I was like, oh. Wow, Indiana's like so cool and progressive, and it's like no every every one of the people in that gay club has been like called a horrific slur, yeah, and like yeah. people have spit in their face. Like it's, I mean, I was I remember I was with my I was uh, driving into Bloomington from the airport, and we passed. Oh my god, this one town! It's the town next to Bloomington, and my cab driver was uh, African, and he was like, "That's." I forget what he was saying. He's like, that's that place. If you're black and you go there, you die. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit. And he's like, anyway, that'll be $20. <laughs> that was just like, oh, yeah, yeah. If you're black and you go there, you die. Anyway, so places to eat. Um, and I, I, was born, I was born and raised here, and then I lived in New York. So I've only lived in like these liberal bastions. Right. And so um, I don't... Um, I don't know. I don't know what to do with that information. I don't know what. Sh- like, should I start a protest now? Here, will that help anything? Maybe get in on Jimmy's thing. I it sounds really good. Whatever. I kind of want to get in on whatever. Are you just doing the Million Women March? But you're gonna like put on a wig and be like, I'm a lady. I'm just gonna wear this shirt. <laughs> That's enough. That'll do it. Yeah. Uh, my wife is going to that though. My wife is the one uh, here or the one in DC. DC. Oh awesome. shit. Yeah, That's she's hardcore. going to DC. Yeah, we. Uh, we, we went uh, full tilt on this thing. Oh, I so I made a whole, I made a like a an internet video about not voting. I, yes, you made a big video. I uh, did. That was wonderful. That was awesome. Thank you. That some are oh, may, thank you. some may or may not be blaming for Hillary's uh, losing. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> here's the interesting thing about it is like when because when we were talking about doing the video, I was like, okay, no one, because I know I've I've never really done political comedy before. Um, I know I have a lot of friends who've done political comedy, and and it's like you're not off a political comedy song you are not really you're not going to suddenly make a Trump voter go whoa no matter how good the song is you're just not like that's not unless like maybe I'm just not a good songwriter I don't know (laughs) so I was like okay so what's the goal of a political comedy song then if it's not to preach to the choir because nine times out of ten you're just preaching to the choir right and they're like whoa I do believe that this confirms my beliefs so all we can do is 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 make a song that like tries to instill fear and really kick the asses of maybe people who are thinking voting of voting third party or thinking of abstaining 
right? So, like, it was never meant to, like, there's no way, like, that song's going to convince, like, a Trump voter not to vote Trump. Just, like, no song. Like, if someone made a pro-Trump song that, like, went through the points rationally, that probably would not... Also, that's not a good song. (laughs) It's just not a good song. Um, And so we were, like, so we were... That song, really, like, when you make a song called, like, Holy Shit, You Have to Vote, you're, you're going for a very narrow demographic. And I know for a fact I have heard personally of two people who were inspired to go to the polls who weren't going to go to the polls because of that song. Yeah. And I said, if at least one person did, it was worth it. Did we turn people against Hillary with that song? I don't think we did. I don't think you did either. Leonard Dunham was busy doing that. What? Leonard Dunham was busy doing that. (laughs) Oh. You didn't like her music video? Oh, no. Oh. That was not for me. Yeah, I skipped that one. And I actually, Did you skip it? I forgot to watch it. I remember hearing about it. And I... Would you uh, want me to come over tomorrow with knitting needles and just stab them in your eyeballs? <laughs> oh, N- not really. But she's been. Those are the choices. She's been getting a really bad. She's been getting shit on a fuck a lot. I mean, she made a rap. Sure, she's not a rapper, but <laughs> people are really angry at her all the time now. Yeah, she says dumb things. Right, right. <laughs> this may be on her. Right. Right. Although by the quiet of the crowd, they may be on her side. Yeah, <laughs> they're wrong, but they may be on her side. Yeah, the late, but it's weird because it makes she'll say one thing, and this is the, I mean, just internet ju- news, internet Jews, internet, internet Jews. <laughs> I don't know. That's <laughs> that a nice, that's a sketch. Video? That's oh, a there sketch. you go. Um, internet news in general is like, you know, the Facebook trending, but it's like you see like Lena Dunham trending. It's like, oh no, what, what did she like say? offhand on a podcast now that's like suddenly national news. Right. I think that's the craziest thing is like people say like dumb shit and it's like JFK assassinated now. <laughs> like there's no stuff is either like big news or like everything's big news and so you forget about it instantly. Like there were there were there were four terrorist attacks in Turkey this year and um because after the latest attack, I was looking them up, and like I remembered when all of them happened, but I was hard pressed because there's so much news in your face all the time. I was like, no, no, this is the fucking important shit I should remember. But like, I'm filled up with like Buzzfeed listicles. Yeah, I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Oh, did people die in Turkey, or is it 38 ways to make a turkey sandwich <laughs> that resembles Lena Dunham <laughs> in the latest thing she just said? You know, like, um. My writing partner just sent me... I put up an Instagram post of, like, a funny... I made, like, a funny Hanukkah hat that was, like, you can't kill us, Nazis. And, like, that became... It was, like, just, like, a funny half... Like, a half bit on Instagram. And, like, that became an article (laughs) on a couple websites where they're, like, you won't believe the NSFW Hanukkah hat. (laughs) This lady, whose show is watched by over 10 people, made... (laughs) And I was like, oh, wow, I'm flattered. But also, like, is that news? Mm. I, it's just like a constant need to, to, to fill with information. Yeah. It's the world we're living in now. It's the world we're living in now. All right. It's a whole new world. And we can thank Christian's family for it. <laughs> hmm. His parents voted for Trump. Oh, oh, you guys touched on this earlier? Yeah. Where do your parents live? <laughs> no, I'm not going to kill his parents. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm not him. I'm not going to kill him. Hang on. No, I'm not killing his parents. It sounds like you've got that covered. <laughs> Where are your parents live? Uh, Bakersfield. They're in Bakersfield. Oh, Bakersfield, of course. You would have heard any of this had you, Bruce you not You grew up in Bakersfield? Yeah. yeah. Whenever I drive to Vegas and I pass through Bakersfield, I'm like, oh, man. I don't, that's Baker. Oh, fuck. What's Bakersfield? <laughs> it's the field right next door. <laughs> okay, got it. Um, did you like growing up in Bakersfield? 
Oh. Do you still I, live there, Christian? I do. Oh. Oh, I'm the worst. Well, that's, a, well. that's a sad drive home. <laughs> I went to see my hero, and this happened. Wah, wah. Uh, I, I, I'm, sure it's, I'm sure it's lovely. <laughs> oh, you lived in Alaska. Will you email this list of houses that you had to us so we could follow along next time, Christian? No, but it's interesting, like, the idea... I, I'm trying to now... My, my goal... I never thought I'd sound like this person. My goal, as, opposed, as, as far as, like, politics or social media this, this year has been to, like, approach things with empathy. Because I did a very hateful video where it was like, he's a fucking idiot. Now I'm like, okay, I'm trying to... to I'm trying to not um, name-call. I'm trying to understand, like, okay, well, what brings someone to... Vote for this. And today I watched, there's a, there's a documentary that a very feminist comedian made that I just saw a preview for, for today called like The Red Pill or something about men's rights activists. And I watched the trailer because I was like, I want to know what this is. And it was interesting because she interviews both men's rights activists and, and like very, very ardent feminists. And the men's rights activists, now they're saying like, no, we're not misogynist. We're, we're just saying like, it's not like domestic violence isn't just men hitting women. It's it can also be women hitting men. And rather than just focused on you know men being the causes of violence, we should just eradicate violence as a whole. And so that's interesting. <laughs> I that's hang, interesting. Hang, hang on a second, Rick. Comedy club. Uh-huh. Come on. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. I just want to make sure we're in the right format for this. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Right. Voice. Because the past two and a half hours Shut of this up, you were go amazing. Yourself. You go fuck yourself. Remember when I was nice to you in Bloomington? Remember that moment. Those days are over, sister. <laughs> that was so weird when you got on stage. You were like, I'm never going to watch your TV show. <laughs> I didn't even have a show yet. Seems like yeah. a weird thing to, it was a weird, to open with. I don't disagree thing. with you. Am I going to die now? Is oh, that how Jesus. this works? No. Oh, that'd be no. so sad. Jesus. But I think I thought about this a couple times. Like if I die, the ratings of my show would go up for like two weeks. And then be, they go back down. We're the lowest rated show on network television. Wait, no, you're not. 100%. That's lowest no, you're lowest not. rated show. Most critically acclaimed. Lower lowest. than Bull? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're, our ratings are, are really, really fucking low. Jesus. Yeah. It's fine. Don't worry about it. She's got a TV show. It's fine. We're, yeah. we're critically acclaimed, and that's like what's saving us. But like, our ratings are really fucking low. But why? It's wonderfully fun and terrific. Um, well, oh, thank you. Um, uh, I don't know. Like, I think less people watch the CW. I think people don't realize the CW is a broadcast network like NBC, ABC, or Fox. Um, but even then, we pale to other CW shows. I don't know. It's a, it's a musical with, like, a seemingly anti-feminist name that isn't actually, that could turn off people who would otherwise watch the show. Plus, like, it's a love story, but it's not really a love story. So, like, teenagers who want to watch the show to, like, escape and be in love are like, oh, never mind. She's saying, like, this is wrong and we shouldn't do this. Click, I'm just going <laughs> to masturbate to vampires. Um, now we're so, talking talk more about this and less about that other thing. Yeah, yeah. Masturbate to vampires? Yeah. Um, what, what do you want me to say? Just, just mention Bella Lugosi's name. I'm in. Bella Lugosi. <laughs> wow. He's the original teen is heart you... <laughs> Bella Lugosi. Oh, yeah. Those piercing eyes? How do you not fall in love mm, with them? Mm. Uh, oh, you mentioned earlier you said Bernadette Peters and Patti LuPone. If both of them died like on the same day, like oh. so many gay men would just drop dead. And one straight one. And one straight man. <laughs> and, and one straight lady. You love the musical. People, now, I do. When, when, and we just had Patty on the show. You had LuPone on the show? We got LuPone. 
We got La Pomme. She's in an upcoming episode. That's she not plays aired yet, right? What? It's not aired. It's yet. airing uh, January thirteenth, and she. You want me to spoil who she plays? I w- yes. Because I think it's been released. I don't think I'm. Uh, she plays my childhood rabbi. <laughs> does she sing at all? She does. Yay! It's wonderful, and she's the coolest. She's like, she's the coolest. That's all. I mean, she's really chill. She's Patty LaPone. She's like really chill. I, 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 no, I'm excited for you. I, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm a jealous. Little jealous. You're a little. Je- I'm 100 jealous. I feel like next, if she's in ever in LA next time, we should all we should all get together. Oh, that won't be uncomfortable. <laughs> hey, here's a third wheel. Patty, you okay with this? This is the guy that got his picture taken with you at the Saban. Remember this guy? <laughs> it was not the Saban. It was at the, in Beverly Hills. This was a classy affair. Oh, that's very nice. What was the it? The Saban's classy. It was at the Wallace, I think. It was at the Wallace? Oh, the Annenberg? Yeah. Right? right? Yeah. Yeah. That's there. John Ross Bowie and I went. A couple of straight guys in the front row. Oh, I love John Ross Bowie. Yeah. I'm Because I'm friends with, I'm friends with uh, Jamie. Right. Denbo is also on the next episode of our show. Oh, awesome. Pass. Oh. <laughs> uh, wow. Okay. Jesus. He was in, now he's out. Oh, wow. He's just <laughs> I out. Back in, we love it. Uh, other, again, we're behind. we got to catch up. I know yeah. I, Matt keeps yelling at me. And yeah. Ellie, oh, i got to, let me, uh, pardon me, Ray, i got to say hello to these guys. Uh, uh, Garen Cockrell, everybody, nice hand for Garen. We say hello to Garen Cockrell. Woo! Hello. We'll talk to you more on Thursday. <laughs> uh, we check back in there from uh, the uh, manager of the familiar uh, video control back there, Elliot Hopeberg. Hello, Elliot. Hello. Woo! Now, Elliot. Yes, sir. Uh, this was uh, uh, not that we, we've been trying to get Rachel. We've been trying to get you for about a year on the show. Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. just, uh, it's, yeah, it's scheduling. And it all started, <laughs> thank you for spinning that positively. Uh, it all started with Elliot Hopeberg ran into you at some event. Oh, and, yeah. uh, and, yeah. and he texted me and he said, hey, Rachel Bloom is here. And I said, then ask her to be on the show. And, he, and even in his text, he was fumbling and not knowing how to do that. <laughs> and then oh. he, uh, he asked you. And then for, right, about a year ago, Elliot? That sounds about right. Because uh, you love this show. It's a great show. Oh, I went thanks, to the, Elliot. This was the uh, event, I want to say it's SAG or something like that, where you did a talk after one of yep. the episodes. Yep, yep, yep. That was such a fun event. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Fuck <laughs> all these people. What did you like best about that event? What I did thought I you say? were very charming. Thank you. You're welcome. That's not a surprise, but thank you. Uh, Ellie, no, Ellie, your I love Your girlfriend these... is sitting right there, right? You're still <laughs> yeah, sitting yeah, right next yeah. to your girlfriend. My, okay. my lady friend. My lady friend. Hi. Cool. Right here. Cool Hello, your lady friend. We're not allowed I'm to down to be man. your unicorn. <laughs> Why did I say that? I'm not. Okay, that was hang a lie. on. I don't know what that means. What's a yeah. unicorn? I, I speak for Matt. I, of course, know oh. what you young oh. people say. But Matt, Matt was very confused. Yeah, the unicorn is, uh, I, correct me if I'm wrong, it's the person who is uh, willing to kind of swing with an established couple oh. in a threesome. Wow. I listen to a lot of Dan Savage's podcasts. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. how I know about polyamory and everything. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, but, I'm, but I'm not a unicorn. My husband would have a problem with me being a unicorn. Gregor? Gregor? Gregor. <laughs> Come on, Gregor. <laughs> sounds like the Gregor would love. Gregor um, sounds like such a chill guy. He's, he's a- actually really chill. He writes for my show. He was on your show. He was on my show. He, he was. He played the funny doctor. I don't watch it. Oh, yeah. Uh... <laughs> That, by the way, one of the funny... I love the show, too, and I love... The, 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 he's a doctor who's, like, trying to be a stand-up comedian, so he's just, like, yeah. super unfunny, like, just wedging in terrible jokes. So great. That's a season that two? Uh, That's season one. That was, did, then I've seen it, yeah, and I yeah. apparently blocked it out. It's, uh... We'll talk about it later. It's the episode where she... It's... I don't... I got a UTI in the episode. No. Okay. <laughs> That's, like, a major plot point. It's like the center of the episode. There's a song about it. The song's literally called I Gave you, you a UTI. You don't remember that? They like this. Oh. No? Your show has songs in it? Yeah. Uh-oh. Wait. Have you been watching Girls? <laughs> no. That's oh. why I blame you. Oh, no. 
off. So this is very sense. uncomfortable. Uh, I thought you were a Brian Williams kid. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't pull her name a second. It's Allison, right? Oh, she's Allison. so pretty. And uh, you don't think so? I don't know if you were being sarcastic. So no, I she's very react. pretty. She's very pretty. Remember when she get got her asshole eaten out? I want no. to see that show. Yeah. She's like literally getting her. Uh, like we called it. Like my friends called it. Like I'm getting Allison Williams. Like <laughs> they're on the wedding. They're on the dance floor of my wedding. My maid of honor and her husband, who's also my husband's writing partner, he just like did that to his wife's ass. He's like, hey, it's Allison Williams. <laughs> Poor girl. That's what she's known for now. Getting her asshole eaten out. She gets her asshole eaten out. Yeah, I understand it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like, it was but, it's, like, but it's eaten out in like not a precise way. It's like a... Like kind of a way... I don't know if you'd actually eat out an asshole that way. It's kind of more motorboating than it yeah, is. Well, yes, and it's like motorboating her, uh, her, her, her pucker hole. I just... It, has anyone ever called I, it I, By the way, hole? I'm not apologizing for anything that happened before you got up here now. <laughs> no. Between farting and this, I don't know what the fuck has happened. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that's fair. That's very fair. A lot of ass play on this show. I'll be I your don't know unicorn. why that's on my mind. You don't like a tossed salad? <laughs> I, 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 no. I I'm not in prison. Eggs. Just asking. Wait, she, you, wait, she wait. was standing up, too. That was the part that threw me. Like, you don't, oh, yeah, she was standing up like, like by about the it sink, I saw it. right? Yeah, yeah she's he... in the kitchen, like, yeah. standing up. Yeah, it's very, very weird. I didn't know you watched Girls. Yeah, yeah, I watched Girls. That's, that's uh, that TV show based on that Beastie Boys song? That's why I watch it, yeah. <laughs> okay. It's my favorite Beastie Boys song and my favorite TV show. <laughs> girls! I ought to rip out my curls, girls, girls, girls. Girls! Aren't you guys psyched that I'm the one singing on this episode? <laughs> Everyone's like, finally! The song part of the show. That's an improv warm-up <laughs> called, like, Beastie Rap, where you go around and you create uh, very simple rhymes uh, that's like, uh, it's like, boom, you like, I went uh, to school the other day, boom, 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 Do you want me to be a box? No. <laughs> uh, some, oh, God, oh, I'm trying to, <laughs> it's supposed to be easy. Like, some gay, some, hmm, uh. no. This is the warm-up. Like, Just throw like, some Hamilton like, in there. It's like I went to a barn and jumped in some hay. <laughs> I, was, I was nominated for an Emmy for songwriting. <laughs> and now I can't play a fucking game of Beastie Rap. What's happening? Am I going to get an email later asking for that to be cut out of the episode? <laughs> <laughs> no. Do people do that shit? If it's something that they regret saying. Like, what's an example? Don't, you don't have to name the person, but like, what's an example of something that someone regretted saying and then they were like, cut out? Uh, like something about an ex-boyfriend. Or like, oh, uh-huh. or like I, you brought that guy up, but uh, we broke up, so can you take that out? Because that was awkward. I didn't want to say that we broke up or, you know, things like that. Because he doesn't know yet? <laughs> You're right. I haven't, I haven't told him. I'm going to go. I got to go home and do it. <laughs> oh, that's what I got to do. Oh, oh, right, right, right. We're married. We have three kids. It's a whole thing. This is awkward. Uh, I, I've written for a couple award shows, and it's interesting what... Um, this is before I had this show, and I wrote, I like, I wrote for the People's Choice Awards, and I wrote, <laughs> very on brand, a fart joke uh, <laughs> for someone, and it, this was a celebrity who should not be named, and uh, his publicist was like, um, he won't do fart jokes. He did a fart joke at the SAG Awards a couple years ago, and it did not go well. Uh, so he's a note, and I wrote like a really great fart joke for this person. Do you want to tell us this joke? I don't. I don't remember what it that was. That woman wants to hear it. I don't remember what it was. She it was made an the intro. Sound of a duck. It was like an intro to something. It was probably an intro to like best. Oh, you know what it was? It was like an intro to best. Uh, fucking like actor on a network comedy, and it was like, 
are known for elevating fart jokes. Like it was like the joke was saying talking about fart jokes in a very elevated way. But he ended up just saying like it's a shame that guy got Yeah. I know. I'm not saying it was great. Do the rap again. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I'm going to take off my fucking snowboarding it's jacket. super hot up here. Yeah. I, I love that jacket, by the way. Thank I'm, you. I'm I just man. got it. Is, it's for like the Christmas, classic Christmas. 90s no, bomber I just, jacket. I just bought it for some me time. Good for you. Yeah. It's reminding me of my high school girlfriend who always wore that same jacket. And uh, we, Tell, Talk about her. She well, I can't because then we'd have to cut it out. Uh-huh. It's another one of those things. What was her name? She doesn't know that we're. No, oh, uh, my <laughs> oh, oh my god! Oh boy! Yeah, it's so awkward. <laughs> She's waiting for me. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were waiting. Uh, it's yeah, George that. Michael with the Aretha Franklin. Mm. <laughs> were you a George Michael fan? No, I mean I I'm very like I didn't listen to non-show tunes things okay. until I was 20 years old. And so I am still, I'm still playing catch up. <laughs> right. I'm truly, I am truly playing catch up. It's, it's sad. It's very sad. So what would you listen to? What's your favorite musical of all time? Assassins. What is your second favorite? Sunday in the Park with George. Yeah, you want to finish a hat? Yeah, no, my, I mean, exactly. <laughs> and then my third favorite is anything Candor and Ed. But like, I would just, you know, I, I, I really just was in a musical theater vacuum for so many years, and then. Someone was like, you should check out this guy, Prince. And I was like, what's he a prince of? And they were like, get out of this bar. Wow. What bar are you at? <laughs> very mean bar. Okay. Very exclusive. The, a bar called the Prince Bar. <laughs> and they were like, yeah. why are you here? Don't bring get that the weird shit out in there. That's terrible. Yeah. They don't want to hear it. When Patti Lapone was on, did you yeah. at least lie to her and tell her that Evita's your favorite? Did that come up at all? Or? Um, well, no. Sweeney Todd? Well, well, well. I saw the revival of Sweeney Todd on Broadway that she was in twice. Um, that also Donalyn Champlin, who plays Paula, happened to be in too. So I am inst- I was so instantly a Patti Lapone fan because I loved that production. And I actually met Patti Lapone and the whole cast like years ago when I saw it because they had like a CD signing and I stood in line for two hours. Oh God, I would have done the same thing. It's, she's she's amazing. And then just to have her like sing in my face on the show because there's a moment where she like. I won't. There's a moment, a song where she literally sings in my face, just like ah, and it was amazing. It was yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the. Ha- it was my favorite, like three days on set that we had all season. Because also she's a blast and she's hilarious. Love it. Love what's everything the, about it. What, what's the restaurant story? Oh yeah, you know the you know the restaurant story about no. uh, Patty Lapone's at a restaurant and they're at uh, Sardi's or Elaine's or whatever after a show. Uh, they're all hanging out and, and they're sitting around and. and you know, Patty used to have a reputation of not being the most pleasant person in the world. Yes. Uh, which may or may not uh, be true. I don't know. It could be. In my experience, it's the complete, I mean, real, couldn't be more opposite, but you know. Rachel, I didn't spend three days with her. I spent about 45 seconds with her. <laughs> okay, I, so what happened? And I can't uh, disagree. And no, she was wonderful when I met her. Yeah. It was very quick. But on this day, she's, they're having dinner and they're sitting around and uh, the food comes and, and apparently she's not happy with it. Oh, no. And then she goes, uh, young man, young man. <laughs> Do you know who I am? Oh, no. I'm Patty Lapone. <laughs> <laughs> she sang it? She sang it for fun. She was having that's, fun. Oh, that's fantastic. Now, I don't know if this story's true, but the per- somebody shared that with me. That I makes think it's sense. If greatest. it's like in jest, that's hilarious. Yes. Yeah. I'm Patty Lapone. I'm Patty Lapone. <laughs> love that's it. That's great. She's the greatest. I love her. I leave my wife for her, or Bernadette Peters, or Dina Mazzell. Wow. Any of the three of them got a shot. Wow. Okay, I'll let them know. <laughs> I've only met one of them. 
Could you at least email the other two and let them know? <laughs> they got a, they got a know, chance. I'm always like, ner- so Bernadette Peters, I'm a massive fan of, but I made a sketch like seven years ago called Bernadette Peters Sex Tape, uh, where I, it was back when like, it's a little, the, the concept is like maybe a little trite now because like everyone's doing like blank and a sex tape, but I feel like not as many people are doing it back then. And um, <laughs> it was ahead of the curve oh, with the sex tape sketches. <laughs> I don't know what I'm bragging about. And anyway, I do like a half decent Bernadette Peters impression. And so in the tape, I'm just like her uh, pretty graphically, as graphically as we could get without showing nudity, like getting fucked. Uh, in a sex tape and like to this day I wonder if she's seen it I don't know what I would do if I met her I don't know if she'd have a sense of humor about it it's pretty disrespectful <laughs> but it's but it's based on like my absolute love for her let me ask you two follow up questions on yeah this. <laughs> is yeah. this video on the uh, world wide web uh, it is it is out there on YouTube you, so, anyone can watch it so Jimmy it. Pardo could watch this tonight <laughs> alone in a room oh god <laughs> Because I want to see a half-decent Bernadette Peters getting yeah. kind of half-fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's pretty realistic. I mean, I don't claim to know what Bernadette Peters is like in bed. but um, Let me walk you through it. Yeah. <laughs> she... Uh, it's very demonstrative. Very demonstrative. Uh, did you, so you did, you, did you do musicals in high school? And yeah. Collage? Oh, college. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, What? Yeah, I did musicals in high school, and then I was a musical theater major in collage. Um, but I did more plays in, in college because there was a lot more competition. And I wasn't, like, really... Um, when you are auditioning for musicals, uh, especially, like, in a college setting where they're trying to cast a lot of people and you're not, like, really, like, a star dancer, there are only certain roles you can go out for. So that's my story. <laughs> <laughs> I almost left musical theater. I really, I didn't like being a musical theater major. I felt very out of place. I was also depressed in college, so I blamed everything on like, you know, rather than being like, oh, I'm, I'm depressed, being like, it's musical theater's fault. <laughs> but you've come out of it on the other side. I have. Comedy. <laughs> <Boom>. <laughs> Flappers. <laughs> <laughs> but flap, yeah. flap, flap, flap. The last time I was in Flapper, I've only done one, sh- uh, uh, I've never done a show in the main room I was uh, this was like five years ago I was going to do a show in the side room it was a musical comedy show and only two people showed up so they cancelled the show yeah it wasn't just me it was like a bunch of other people nobody was blaming you (laughs) oh unless your drive home was (laughs) what did I do all I did on the drive home (laughs) Gregor (laughs) Gregor Uh, now did you and Gregor live together before you got married yeah we did you did a long time okay yeah um is and, that a, is that a problem for you? Uh, I, I don't care for that kind of behavior, but uh, <laughs> uh, I am, and I'm not going to do my joke. I was waiting uh, for it. I'm not doing it. I'll uh, start. Wait, it I'm really, I'm really excited. The man upstairs doesn't. Uh, the man know. upstairs doesn't like that. You know, who really doesn't like it. The man downstairs, Mr. Roper. Now there <laughs> is a, it's a classic Pardo bit. You're welcome to it, Bruce. You would have heard that if you weren't talking to somebody. <laughs> I'm really honored. When that, you, just keep doing that joke. Eventually, that will be optioned for like a movie. Someone will make a movie of that joke. <laughs> I think it's time. It's time for to take that. To Maybe the next we level. do it. Maybe it's a documentary of a joke or something, and then uh, mm-hmm. we get Norman Fell's family involved. They were here. Oh no, that was who was that? Uh, Don Knotts' that was Don daughter Knotts's was family here. was here. The, the first How did time that come out? She's we. Oddly enough, we're talking about Don Knotts, and for no, you know, you've seen the show. We just talk like yeah, idiots, yeah. and Don Knotts comes up and blah blah blah, and then she goes, "I can answer that." And we're like, how can you answer that? I'm Don Knotts' daughter. I'm Karen Knotts. <laughs> so then we brought Karen Knotts up here, and she told a couple of stories. It was Whoa, great. that's amazing. It was crazy. Do you think she walks in the room just being like, I'm Don Knotts' <laughs> daughter? 
table for one. <laughs> she roams the comedy table. clubs. <laughs> uh, I just heard an amazing uh, uh, story about um, Danny Thomas. You've heard the Danny Thomas, like, yeah. Eggs Danny Thomas style? Is that what you're talking no. about? No. We know Wait. you like the dirty... Uh, yeah, yeah, the shit stories. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, never mind. He'd like to have shit in his eggs. Yeah. Oh, that I haven't heard. Eggs Danny Thomas. What thing. I heard was that... <laughs> Wait, wait. Uh, it, was, it was actually... I thought he just liked... Oh, no, oh no. so he liked... It It wasn't just a sexual thing. He just like loved eating shit, too? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> this is one of those urban legend things. <laughs> so, because there, so, there are a lot of like... There's a lot of like lore that comes out in like TV writers' rooms and gets like passed from TV writers' room to TV writers' room. So apparently, this is one of those things that like has been passed from room to room. That he he wanted women to shit on him, and his wife wouldn't do it, and he didn't want to cheat on his wife, and so he would have women shit on like clear glass tables that's, over him. Yeah, that's what I thought. That, but was he that. would do it like while at work. Like he would leave the writers' room, and be like, "I'll be right back." <laughs> I don't know how he talked. And a woman would shit on glass. And and then someone was to follow up the story. Someone was in a an editing room repeating this story years and years later, and they were telling the story. And the editor turns around and goes, "Danny Thomas is my grandfather." Oh Jesus! <laughs> oh no! Well, granddad likes shit on tables, and it's true, and it's very true. It's yeah. crazy that everybody knows that story. You think Marlowe knows? <laughs> <laughs> sure. She must have heard it at some point. That girl. <laughs> oh, you think Marla Thomas wow. knows? Yeah. yeah, she's she's with it. I was just setting up my that girl joke. Oh, know, that, oh. Oh, got it. Yeah, that was but a long I, way to go for That was great. A six at best. <laughs> uh, but then it also, I feel like I also heard that story about Chuck Berry, right? Or did Chuck Berry have some other No, Chuck fetish? Berry, no, no, I know you're going to love this. Uh, there's a video, there's a sex tape. No, oh, uh-huh, wait uh-huh. for it. There's Ooh. a double dip, uh, Bloom. Uh, he's in a hot tub and he stands up and he says to the woman he starts passing gas and he goes yeah smell my farts yeah you you smell my farts that's really that's really funny that's that's really if if I was in like a jacuzzi with him and he did that I would be laughing so hard I'd be like you're Chuck Berry that's adorable and then he did the duck walk That was what he did across the stage. Oh, he did. Oh, oh, I didn't know that's what Uh it was called. Yeah, I didn't know that. I only know him from the scene in Back to the Future. (laughs) So you have to shoot it through that prism if you want to explain it to me. Yeah, that's a real mindfuck because uh, Chuck... I've always thought about that moment, Back to the Future. So Chuck Berry stole that song, which was stolen from Chuck Berry. Which it's just a perpetual like it. It, it creates that a break real the fabric time. of space, yeah, right? Right, right. Because so who, technically, no one wrote. Johnny so that Beagle. song wouldn't exist. That song wouldn't exist. Ha- or 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 it only or it only exists. It's the only thing that exists, and it's always existed, and that's all we have. Johnny Be Good is like the constant, like as the universe implodes, <laughs> right. and it's like journey. Like Johnny Be Good is the last. Oh, that'd be that's horrible. That's great. But it's a good song. I mean, if you got to go out. Ch- yeah, It is great. a good song. It's fun. <laughs> What's that new sound they were looking for, though? <laughs> that's right. Is it like... Because I mean, electric guitars were around. Yeah, but this was It's wild. like, this is that new sound you've been looking for. Yeah. So it's not electric guitars. It's just like up-tempo electric guitars. And just unhinged, crazy. The encha- crazy. Wait, the Enchantment Under the Sea dance, it's 1955? Yeah, that's right. Uh, when was Elvis doing his thing? When did, I'm sorry, when did Elvis do his thing and steal all of his music from... Um, it, was about, it was around Allegedly. <laughs> right? No, no, no. Who, who Blue Suede Shoes originally by... Yeah, yeah, there we go. Carl Perkins. So that was in the, what, early 50s? 
It had to be, yeah. I don't know. Get me Zemeckis. <laughs> get Zemeckis on the phone right now. You got that heat? You got that CW heat? Get, get me on the some, board. Get me Zemeckis. <laughs> What's he been doing? I can't answer that. He just did Allied. Wait, you can't answer that like he's involved in this Trump protest? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. We're Wait, trying to get him more So it's you, Robert Zemeckis, probably in Washington, D.C. So what's really happening hitters. is that Zemeckis is making another Forrest Gump where he just replaces Trump with good presidents like throughout history. <laughs> yeah. Like that's, that's your big plan is you're just going to erase the existence of this guy in, in film? Sure. <laughs> okay. I'll guess Andrew. Sounds this. pretty good. Let me ask you a question. Did he directed just, Allied. Yeah, I saw Allied. You saw it. You're the, you're the guy who saw it. Not a lot of people saw it. I took yeah. my mother to see it. We enjoyed yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Okay, I just so found out he directed it last night. What's that? I didn't know he directed it until Okay, so yesterday. he's still doing things. Yeah, sure. he just well, did uh, Allied. Him. Great. Wait, oh, is that the Nazi movie? Yes, your parents loved it. <laughs> they would love it. <laughs> right. Oh, I've heard it's really good. It is good. Yeah. yeah this is Nazi movie I'm going to be seeing. How about that, huh? Anyone? <laughs> Wow. I, I thought it was great. Bruce, you want to come up and talk for a minute or two? <laughs> you get a phone call in the morning, friend. Um, I, just, I just saw, I've been catching up, because we wrapped filming a, uh, a couple weeks ago, and I've been catching up on, like, media. Just, just movies and, you know, what media is. Sure. And I just saw Arrival. Oh, oh it's great, right? Is it really? It's wonderful. It. It's wonderful. And also, my writing partner pointed out, she was like, what a great, this isn't really a spoiler, but like, what an amazing movie to see, like, a capable woman who's on her shit, and the guy she's with is just, like, kind of an afterthought. Like, he's there doing cool shit, but she's like, and she's not like, ah, I need... (laughs) She's not not Kathy from the comic strip, Kathy? She's not like, I need wine. <laughs> what She's other like, movies have you been watching, by the way? <laughs> That's the old Just me in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but she's like, she, no, she's like, I'm really good at languages. I'm on my shit. But she's not boring. I gotta see this movie. It's really good. It's <laughs> really good. She just described why I'm not gonna see it. You, you only like movies where the women are just like women frazzled. Women are dumb and the men is strong. <laughs> right? Like your parents voted for it. Yeah. Here's what I want to know, and yeah. the room wants to know. What did you see, La La Land? Yeah, I did. What did you think of La La Land? Oh, I think it's beautiful. Yeah, beautiful movie, Matt. Cool. I, I did. I, I agree that it was. Yeah, yeah. I think shot. it was. It was beautiful. I mean, it was. It was this. Um, it just felt such. It was so throwback. Like it was modern LA, but it was also kind of like modern LA with like a lens of like being in 1947 on purpose. Like it was mm-hmm. this kind of vintage. I was. I had a big sloppy grin on my face the whole time. Cool. I agree with that. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Yeah. What do you think, Matt? I, uh, I thought the songs could have been a little stronger. Oh, interesting. <laughs> a little stronger on the, the music and the, maybe the dancing. You brought this up. Don't you wilt like I a, just, I, because don't she, you wilt. She, she writes musical yeah. stuff, and I was interested to see what a, what a, I mean, a I tell professional you that songwriter The thing that goes through my head is, like, jealous of their budget. Because I'm, I'm also right. an EP on my show, and so, you know, I'm... I'm writing the stuff on one end and on the other end talking to my line producer who's like, we can't do this. She's British and awesome. She's like, we can't, we can't have you jump out of a cannon. We just, it's impossible. <laughs> um, and so I know what our, what our you know, budget is and, and uh, I'm in those conversations and oh man, when they were in Griffith Observatory and floating in that green screen, like what, it was just, that whole dream ballet sequence was so beautiful. And I was yeah. like, fuck man, fuck. Fuck, their fucking budget, dude. Yeah. Fuck. I would. I, I hope that you get a budget like that someday. I'd like to see. I mean, our budget isn't nothing. Our budget isn't isn't nothing. It's just when you're doing a musical, uh, we have we have different 
a musical has different demands and yeah, higher yeah. demands. Yeah. Comedy. <laughs> hey, this is the interview I find it interesting. Yeah, All right, Rachel. What we do with every guest before we say goodbye to you yeah. is we play a game uh, called Sevens that Matt will play the theme song for, and we play. Uh, it's a fun game. Okay. Uh, that I'm going to give you uh, clues like pyramid, uh-huh. where I give you clues. That, what that, someone needs to get. New mics. Okay, I'm just gonna play happen? it from my phone. How about yeah. that? <laughs> that didn't yeah. sound very good. We did a sound check. That shouldn't have happened. I don't know why that happened. Oh, that's whenever you do a sound check, that's guaranteed things to go wrong. Yeah, exactly. you know, Although Mariah Carey didn't do her sound check, she did great. Uh, I just fine. watched that video. What'd you think? Um, it wasn't like everyone was like meltdown. It no a, meltdown. It wasn't a meltdown. Like I've had bad sets like that where I'm like, oh fuck, oh the thing's bad. Can we fuck? It's just that she had to. Stand there for, you know, three minutes and... But it's like her earwig was off. I think that's what happened, right? Her earpiece was off and she just couldn't hear... I never heard an explanation. I just... That's what she says. Hey, that's That's humiliating. (laughs) It's really humiliating. It's hard. Yeah. But it wasn't a meltdown. No, it was not a meltdown. But that goes back to what you were saying about the internet and news. It's like everything that was... Well, my dad was really tickled because my dad dad uh, has like the Yahoo alert, Google alert, every alert about me. And he, uh, Breitbart did a thing that was like, top 10 celebrity meltdowns over Trump. And like the video that I did was on there. And I'm like, if you call like a well-planned out (laughs) song a meltdown. We wrote it. We recorded it. We wrote it and recorded it. It was a very concerted effort. It was not on instinct. No one melted down. And so I think the term meltdown is just getting kind of dicked around willy-nilly. Like genius. Genius is overused as well these days. You know what? Yeah, I agree with that. It's genius. It's genius. It's funny. (laughs) Uh, All right, Matt, play the theme song. Wait, I've never played Pierre. I, oh, here, here, I might not understand what's going on. Here's what's going to happen. Yeah. You're going to pick a category. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm going to give you a selection of uh, categories. You're yeah. going to pick one. Yeah. I am then going to describe uh, words and or titles or people to you by giving you clues, and you have to guess who they are. And you have, there's seven of them, and you have seven seconds for each one. Wait, you're going to What? It, the you're pyramid. Gonna, so it'll be, be like, it'll be like, yeah, uh, okay, um, uh, he wrote Assassins. He oh, wrote, okay, got it. And then you <laughs> Done. That's this, yeah. yeah, he made it sound more complicated than it is, I think. Okay, it's, great. It's hard to describe Pyramid without <laughs> giving an example. Okay, here we go. This is a pop song. Oh. That's that new sound I've been looking for. <laughs> uh, yes. I got to go back. <laughs> To 1994 and make myself cool. <laughs> All right, Matt Belknap. I'll give her the categories. Then you, then you can. Uh... Well, it seems the obvious choice would be Broadway, right? Uh, yeah, but that could that could show. Yeah, if you that want show fucking money. layup after layup. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa! Not with me giving clues. Hockey. By the way, we played this with John Ross Bowie, and he got way too obscure with his clue giving. This was at the Richard Rogers in '98. It was like, does it was like just say like give us yeah. Uh, all right, let's do Broadway. Yes. And then when I fail at that, we'll do another one. Okay. Uh, watch me bomb every question, by the way. Okay, here we so go. So I'm not... You can always who, blame Jimmy because he's a subpar clue giver. <laughs> let's see how... It's not nice. You got two phone calls to make in the <laughs> He's firing everyone. Everybody's getting cut loose in 2017. <laughs> oh. A clean house. Whose name's on the show, guys? Oh, we, don't, we don't have the pictures yeah. up in the theater, but... No. Flappers, I guess. I I guess it's Some guy named Never. <laughs> hey. No. I hold? All right, you hold it. Here we go. You ready? I stand up for this. 
Uh, for no other reason but to uh, uh, get my genitals uh, a break. Here we go. You ready? That's a thing with men, Here, right? Shut up. Here we go. Uh, uh, Andrew, Andrew Lloyd Webber, uh, a, a musical, a Big Chandelier. Oh, oh, Phantom of yes. the Opera. Uh, oh, Christ. I think Carol Channing might have been in this. It's, uh, it's on a river. Uh, it's a, uh, a vessel on a river. Oh, a, f- Damn it. a, f- a fucking uh, showboat? Uh, yes, it was. Uh, Dick Van Dyke and Cheetah Rivera. Uh, oh, uh, oh, bye, baby. Kids, well, yes. Uh, <laughs> Japanese... Oh, uh, uh, Pacific Overtures. No, it's not a musical. It's, oh. uh, it could have been. Hey, I'm going to leave my wife for not Peter Lapone or Bernadette Peters. I'll leave my uh, wife for... Uh, Dina Menzel. Yes. Uh, uh, Irish musical, uh, sad, based on a movie. The musical's based on oh, the movie. Oh, Finian's Rainbow? No. Oh, uh... Yeah, more current than that. The... Damn it to hell. Oh, oh, once. Uh, Fuck. Finian's uh, fucking it, It's a state name. It's a state Oklahoma. name. Oklahoma. Yes. That was, that was pretty that good. That was pretty good. Well, eight. <laughs> it felt better. It, it felt, felt better than felt that. Like it Let's was do it again. Let's do it again. Eight out of what? What was the Japanese play? Dirty News. M. Butterfly. M. Butterfly. <laughs> that may not be Japanese. That's not a... Oh, okay. Okay. So we're dealing with play. Yeah, M. Yeah. Butterfly is not Japanese. Yeah, you, you got show, Showboat Too Late by Bavardi. Car- Carol... Ch- I don't think Carol Channing was in Showboat no, I, I, at I, I all. Said, I said it may have been. She's so old. I underlined the word may. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah. We are gunning for her in 17. We think if we, if we keep talking about Ch- Carol Channing. You're next, Channing. She's going to am- I'm pretty amazed. She must be like 106 now, right? Remember when she rapped at the Tonys? She rapped. I do not remember Check that. it out. I'll, I'm going to look that YouTube up. YouTube Carol Channing rapping. I'm going to do that. As it's soon as I watch humiliating that, Peter's getting fucked. everyone involved. Was she, playing, was she playing the Beastie Boys game? No, <laughs> she wasn't. Oh, girls. All they really want is girls. <laughs> all right. Uh, uh, here we go. You want to do Broadway again? Do Broadway really again. for more Broadway. Here we go. Okay, so it's plays I'm on too. my feet. Oh, come here. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, oh, uh, a day play, a day show is called a? Not, uh, matinee. Yes. Uh, it's a state name. Same one. Fucking Oklahoma. Yeah. Uh, uh, Eliza Doolittle. Oh, Bad for a Lady. Yes. Uh, oh, what? She does the intro to PBS, the Down Abbey. Oh, Laurel Linney? Yeah, I, I don't know that information. Oh, my hero. He uh, co starred in Evita with uh, Patty Lapone. Oh, uh, Manny Patinkin. Yes. Uh, the, the, down in the Pit. Who plays Down in the Pit? The orchestra? Yes. Uh, a song from Evita. What's new? P- a Pussycat. <laughs> no, damn it. Oh, no. Oh, my God. We've been doing so well. We've been doing so great. Wait, what's... What's new? Buenos Aires. Oh, yeah. 18, though. 18 I don't know. Good. I don't know Evita Super. No, boy. Don't let Lapone hear this. A nice hand for Rachel Bloom, everybody. Woo! Thank you, Rachel. Would you like to get a photo map? Oh, oh, I got, got to get a photo real quick. Elliot, uh, tell them what they've won. Does the podcast continue after this? Guests on Never Not Funny win insults from Jimmy Pardo. Stand back, Buenos Aires, because you want to know what you want. Thanks, Rachel. All right, go back there and listen to Bruce talk some more. Go back there and listen to Bruce talk some more. Unbelievable. Tell them I'm not fucking around. All right, Christian, come on up. You win surprises. Come on. Come on. Come on. Can come you on. beat 18? You got to beat 18. We, what are we giving away today, Garen? Yeah, what Garen, we what are we giving away? We have two gifts. Why, have... why are you going to bomb? I, I locked up. Well, that's all right. Oh, that's all right. Come on you over. You see how I play, Christian? It's, it's funny when it's bad, and when it's good, everyone gets excited and cheers. All right, so you you're playing, you Christian, miss. you're playing for a giant Star Wars poster. Yep. You like Star Wars? Oh, he's got a shirt on. Boom. That says something, I guess. This is, I think, is this Kylo Ren? Is this a Kylo Ren poster? That's a giant Kylo Ren. That's a giant Kylo Ren poster, yeah. Christian. And then we got uh, Carrie Fisher's book, The Best Awful. 
Okay, we won't give that one away. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hold on to that one. Hang on to that. The pages might warp from tears. Can they warp? Uh, <laughs> maybe. Uh, you have a microphone there, right? Uh, right. What do you want to play? We got g- general, movies, TV shows, celebrities, music, sports, Broadway, food, animals, the 70s, 70s music, the 80s, 80s music, 90s, 90s music, 2000s, 2000s music, stand-ups, superheroes, movies action, movies comedy, movies rom-com, movies award winners, football, baseball, basketball, hockey, never not funny guests, never not funny music. Can I, can I be like Rhett and Link and do the... Animals. No. Uh, no, you cannot do. Those are for children, sir. <laughs> Food and animals do not get played by adults. <laughs> you see the shoes I'm wearing? <laughs> That's a good point. He is wearing childlike sneakers. No? What are you doing over there? I'm waiting for you guys to figure it out. Uh, what do you like? Are you, are you a big fan of Never Not Funny? He drove from Bakersfield. Recently. Okay, well, that doesn't help us. Recently. I've listened to every episode on iTunes. Okay. So, yes. As uh, seems high. So, that's Within the last... The past Three months. years or something. Okay, wow. Well, I don't think this is. I don't think that's a good category. I'm, I'm just going to pick for you because it seems like you're very. Uh... He said he locked up. He told us in advance he locked up. He can't you, even answer. This. What do you like better, movies or TV shows? Movies. Okay, All right, here movies, we go. Here movies. We go. That's a category I'm not good at. Here we go. I can Me help. Neither. I can help give. All right, yeah, you stand by. Stand by, please, Matt. Matt, please stand by. Here we go. Uh, uh, Will Ferrell. He uh, goes back to college, uh, and uh, uh, I think uh, something like that. Uh, uh, Eddie Pepitone is also in it. Does that help out at all? Uh, this is a uh, horrible Jim- movie where they're all blue people. James Cameron. Jimmy Cameron. Uh, Smurfs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Zach Galifianakis. Zach Galifianakis. Uh, uh, what do you have the next day after you drink up. too much? A hangover. Yay, there we go. Uh, he's, he wrote the Fifth Symphony. Symphony? The Fifth Symphony. It's the a movie's about a dog. movie's about a dog, though. Beethoven. But, yeah, there we go. Uh, uh, Matt mentioned earlier. Uh, Zemeckis. Tom, Tom Hanks. Hanks. Stop talking. <laughs> Zemeckis. Tom Hanks. <laughs> You eat this at the movies. What do you eat at the movies? Popcorn. Movie? Yay. Yay. Uh, hey, they made the sign uh, into weed instead of what? Hollyweed. Yeah. Hollywood. Close enough. Got it. Seven. That's a win. Give him a prize. Wow. Is it? He Take didn't... the poster. Get out of here, Christian. He literally couldn't beat the bad score from the first round. That's a win. Good for you, Christian. Take that back to Bakersfield. Ram it up your parents' ass. <laughs> yeah. Show them Kyle around and say, here's what we're in for the next four years. Evil. All right, nice job, Christian. Have a safe drive back to Bakersfield. You're a nice young man. We wish you a lot of luck, as we do all young people. <laughs> what just happened? This just made a weird noise. All right, listen, we're done. You no. guys have been wonderful. This show lasted, let's call it, too long. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had to compensate for that uh, malfunction at the top, so that added about 35 minutes of the show. I still don't know what happened at the top of the show. I, I they've got, they've got video switcher it. problems, Jimmy. Is that right? Oh, they got switcher problems up top? Yeah, I got switchers. I see. All right. Well, listen, everybody, thanks for coming out. Have a great New Year. Uh, we appreciate you guys coming out to the live show. Anybody listening at home, to this is episode 1922, you say? Yes. Uh, thank you for listening in, and uh, we appreciate that. So uh, one more time for Rachel Bloom, everybody. Oh, do me a favor. Do take care of your wait staff. I know that's weird to say on a podcast. But uh, do take care of your uh, people at home. I don't, I don't have a waitress. I just uh, I made myself a sandwich. Go to a restaurant and put your earbuds in. Go to the restaurant, order, take care of your waitstaff, and then come home. Right? Always take care of your waitstaff. Wherever you are. I don't know. (laughs) All right. (laughs) I guess that's working.
I do like the idea that like he thinks that the show is just us rambling on and on while the music goes and then we fade out and it's like it's like we never stop talking because that's kind of what it feels like right now. We'll be out there as we always are after every show. <laughs> That's on me. That was on me. I thought I could just unplug my little dongle. This is a hot hot live wire guy. Live wire right here. We'll be out there as we always are. We got uh, some T-shirts and uh, some other nonsense, so, uh, but that's not what it's about. It's about coming by and saying uh, hello. So come on by and say hello to us. I'll be uh, more than happy to talk over the uh, different tones that I'm using right now. <laughs> come on out and say hello. Uh, say let me do uh, the probably the last couple of hours that I have representation. <laughs> so if anybody any is, management in the audience and management and, tonight's the night to strike while the iron's hot, baby. I'm collecting business cards tonight. <laughs> Things are all going to change come Jan 3. <laughs> 10 a.m. I got a 9.30 call with him, and then 10 o'clock. Adios. I do have to solve something with him first about 9.30. <laughs> so I'm going to settle that business issue. Right. Sure, sure. And then uh, deal with that. On and then business. call him about a half hour later and go, hey, I appreciate all your help about a half hour ago, but uh, hit the fucking bricks. <laughs> Jimmy, I could manage you. Oh, God, no. <laughs> There's only one person that talks more in this world than my manager. <laughs> Uh, on behalf of the Pop Culture Beats, Garrett Cockrell. From the familiar Elliot Hochberg. The honcho Matt Belknap. Our friend Rachel Bloom. I'm Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK-47, gone, not forgotten. Good night, everybody. This has been an Earwolf production. Executive producers Jimmy Pardo, Matt Belknap, Scott Ackerman, Adam Sachs, and Chris Bannon. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. If you enjoy Never Not Funny, why not sign up for the Players Club? You get full video of every episode and an extra show every week when you become a member. Sign up now at Podcast.com.